that like live in yeah. I know people that were born in Michigan. Okay. They cheer for Michigan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they don't they cheer for Michigan or Michigan State. Okay. You know, as their team. New York, yeah. New York doesn't yeah. have that yeah. team. We don't. Yeah, we do. we do. It's called footballers. It's called Syracuse University. Yeah. But Syracuse Who's is one like national championship from the city. Yeah, actually. Buffalo, no, I understand. Buffalo, well, man. University of Buffalo is a pretty great place, but you know. If Syracuse, I don't know if I'll put it this way. If Syracuse football, if Syracuse played, if Syracuse this, this, if Syracuse was in the city, like let's say even if Syracuse was like they can't even say in Long Island because teams in Long Island if, didn't in, if Syracuse played in, like in Mount Vernon or something in Queens or something like that, yeah. then yeah, if St. John's had a foot, if St. John's had a had a legit football team, they had one in the seventies. Never like yeah. it's too much money. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they got rid of it. They had <laughs> no, a they did. They were, they were trash. Team, yeah. Then yeah. Then right. yeah, they they would, but 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 New York's always been a basketball. So it's always about basketball. Saying, right? So you could have mm -hmm. watched Syracuse on TV for free. The Big East. This is what I find weird. We watch college basketball, all of us. Right? I don't watch college basketball. You didn't watch college, watch college basketball, college basketball growing up? No, no, no. I watched it. I watched it growing up. It was different growing Thank up you. because those yeah. players but stayed with point. those teams, the... and you could identify. Exactly. But now everybody's one and done, and it's like. Yeah, but back then, yeah. that's what college football was. Marvin, I remember Marvin Harrison being at Syracuse, and then mm -hmm. he was a senior, and then Donovan McNabb was a freshman. I was like, these dudes, it's nice. They're going to do something. That was the last time Syracuse was good, which was like, shit, we was in high school, junior high maybe, like 95, 96. Like, it was, it was a minute. But, but, and that, but And that's the other thing, what I can say, the last thing is in Georgia, and living, living in Georgia, living in Georgia, yeah. you know, what, what I've learned is, High school football is huge, so thus college, college football, football is huge. Is because the, those high school kids go play in college in in Georgia. They st either stay mm -hmm. in state or they stay somewhere in the SEC. High school football is nowhere. High school football is nowhere near compared to high school basketball in New York City. Nowhere, not even close. at all. In fairness, at high school all. basketball in New York City kind of fell off when we it's, were in high school. I, no, no, it did not. Not when we was yeah, in high they school. They started going out of state. Those no, dudes started no. going out of state. They started going to like prep schools but, and stuff. But like high that. school basketball still gets still got serious coverage in the yeah, city. Because every matter. year there was some point guard or some big dude. Lincoln. Yeah. 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 Lincoln. Where they went to where they went to there's college. Lincoln if they didn't and go Rice to St. John's, and St. Anthony's in the Bronx or St. Benedict's yeah. or Severian mm -hmm. or whoever. Where they went to college became inconsequential from our standpoint because it, unless they went to a big East school. Yeah, if they went to, went to if they went to St. John's or Seton Hall or you know yeah, like Providence, um, Providence Christ, or Christ one, the King know. is still big. They put yeah. their game on there with Carmelo Anthony's kids. But high school football, like it was, a, it, I used to because I used to read high school football stats in the Daily News. Did you really? Yeah, and it was tiny, but it was like this big <laughs> on the page. It was <laughs> like it was nothing. It was, nobody ever said anything really major mm. about it. You had to be a you had to be a serious player. I don't think I don't think New York breeds really good football players like you the South of your and the West Coast and the Midwest do. You are out of your mind. I don't can you name I mean it. you can name some, but it's way more Midwest, well, West me, Coast, like and South. It's more of, it's more of opportunity. Players. It's more of opportunity. It's the name, fact that no, seriously, it's more it's more of opportunity. Mm. It's more of an opportunity. There's less high school football teams in, in New York City. Than but I mean, that's to my point. I'm saying that's so what I'm more saying. talent it doesn't more, really more talent mean... comes out of Memphis yeah. than more talent comes out of Memphis and Atlanta and even Washington D.C. and Baltimore than would come out of a New York City. 
But yeah. a lot of kids play football in Queens and Brooklyn and Staten Island and the Bronx. Um, so they good. They get recruited. They usually go to Penn State, and if they're any good, they'll be in the NFL. It's just I know. Rare. Yeah, Saquon. So, grew up aside in, from Saquon, Jersey, right? He was yeah, a, Saquon's, he, from, Saquon's from New York. Not just Saquon. There's a few dudes from Jersey, like um, but he's from North Peppers Jersey. Is from Jersey. And even Victor Cruz was from. His parents was living in Brooklyn, and they moved to Elizabeth to get a house. That's a couple of people. I mean, but that's Jersey. That's not New York. It's Jersey. Fair enough. You see, you you see, you say that now with the Giants playing Jersey, but they're the New York Giants. Listen, but I'm a Jersey we, playing that. Out. Here we go. No, no, I no. never it, said that the Giants don't play in Jersey. They do, uh-huh. but they represent New York. So the people in North the, Jersey don't represent New York? The San Francisco? Yeah, they, they no. The people in Jersey are from Jersey. It Give is what it example. is. But where do the Niners play? New York. Do the Niners play in San Francisco? No, they don't. They used to. But not, they're the but San they Francisco 49ers. A, yeah, but they play in Santa Clara, and everybody up there thinks that's wild. That's lame. Uh, not just they that, do. but even... um. Is it the Golden State War? No, the Warriors play in Golden State. I, I think the Warriors play in. Uh, no, they used to play in Oakland. They used to be yeah. the. They used to be the San Francisco Warriors. Then they became Golden State when they moved over to Oakland because they didn't want to become the Oakland Warriors. And now yeah. they're so transitioning back to being the San Francisco Warriors because they're actually. It's not. It's not a geographical thing, Ace. You've been peddling this argument because you just can't stand the fact that I like the Giants and then in New I don't York. Care that you Giants. like the Giants. My dad likes the Giants. It's New York. For- I don't know what happened to you. You just drifted to the freaking Bears. We're a great franchise. It's history, baby. You, know you were a great franchise. You're correct. And also, and also, you know, I like black quarterbacks, and the Giants don't support that. So as, as, a, as a black man. Our backup, a, our backup is a black quarterback. Name a black quarterback they've drafted, Malik. Name one. I that we drafted? That the Giants drafted. Why are you drafted. asking Malik? Why you asking Malik? Because Malik, Malik and Anthony I, pay attention to draft. Come on, Ant. You jump in. Anthony Wright. Even the Jets have drafted black QBs. LeVon, you tell me. You tell me. I just, I just said it. Anthony Wright. What year was that? I don't know, but I remember. <laughs> he was <laughs> traded to y'all by the Dallas Cowboys. So that is such a racist statement. Because you don't it. draft a black quarterback. What, you don't it is root 2022. For what black quarterback are the Bears uh, so, known so, for? Wait, 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 it's like it's like the Houston Texans. Davis Mills is That's your guy. Funny. This is this is your answer. This is what you're telling me. As far as hey, you saw about before, it's like you saw about biscuit, and I was like, I cannot believe this. As far as what you talk about before, it's about New York, um, New York, um, guys who born in New it's York and getting drafted. It's it does, it, it does happen though, because like, yeah. like last year they just drafted that tight end. I forgot what his name is. He's from actually he's from New York, and yeah, he's actually he's from a like Staten fan. Island or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they they do it's, happen. They usually usually small players that they out of draft or they might get in like free you know the um undrafted free agents. And also, it's opportunity. So if you're good here, whether you play in like North Jersey or Long Island or whatever, like Aaron, please, was in the league for please, you didn't years. answer my question. I know I, I can't believe I'm entertaining this, but what okay, African American quarterback or quarterback of color have yes. the Bears other than Justin Fields have the other Bears the good question good now. question I'm just because you've been a fan longer than Justin Fields has been on the team uh, so I'm just curious Rex Grossman uh, Mitch Trubisky was on the team. they didn't draft they didn't draft Cordell Stewart, Stewart on the team 
They didn't draft Cordell Stewart. Was our, he was, Cordell Stewart was our quarterback. Oh he was our starting quarterback. They didn't draft him. The Pittsburgh oh, I, drafted him. I missed well, that. He's trying to use that loophole over there. Loophole. Ace with his BS loophole. No BS loophole. It's Justin Fields. What's funny is we saw some talent. We recognized it. What's funny is of the four teams that we represent on this show, on this podcast. I think Detroit has drafted the most black quarterbacks out of out of everybody. I think you're right, right? Charlie Batch. So Charlie Roddy Batch. P, Charlie you Batch. Andre Charlie Ware. Ba- yeah, you did draft Charlie. Yeah, we did Andre draft Ware. That was not a good decision. Andre Ware was Ware. a was a was a was a black quarterback we drafted, and we drafted a black quarterback a couple years ago. Malik loved Ooh. Charlie Batch. I, I can't I remember. Was, do, all, do all those black drafts? No, black quarterback. He was a black uh, quarterback. Wait, wait, you know it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird that Ace didn't jump over to be a Lions fan. I'm surprised he's not a Lions fan with all those black quarterbacks. Uh, I can't believe it's funny. Well, I was already locked into my team. So. It's funny because I used I like, yeah, similarly similarly to the Knicks. I grew up a Giants fan, but I think I preferred yeah. Similarly to the Knicks, I grew up as a kid because mm-hmm. you couldn't watch anything else, right? So it was like you just watched your team and that was it. So, so I, like mm. the Yankees, I grew up a Giants fan. Yeah. But it wasn't until I started playing and I fell in love with offense and the Giants were largely a defensive team. True. And so like I couldn't, I just it just didn't excite me to watch them anymore. I would I would watch offensive football. And that's how I got into Barry and 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 all the, you know, and, and the Lions, whatever, because that's what they were. They were like mm-hmm. high-flying offensive teams, score 30 points, mm-hmm. but give up 40. Right? Running so shoot. Like, yeah. yeah, the the Giants were just not. They just mm-hmm. didn't excite me to say, wait. So I said, and that's why I said it's funny because, like, I still like the Giants. I still like the Jets. I'm just not a fan. I'm just like, I wouldn't call myself a fan because yeah. I really don't root against know, the Giants. Can't. It's really more me messing. It's really or the Jets. I really just mess with uh, Anthony. I do really just mess with Ant. And all. I just I'm didn't think he was all defending Wilson, and then this year he's like, he's got to go. And I was like, that was real quick. That's a but tough collapse, and you have my sympathies for real. He got to go to the bench and, you know, get you know get better. That's all. <laughs> Which one? All right. No, I'm talking about Wilson. He just got to go to the bench, get a little better, you know, come back a little better. You don't later. get better on the bench, man. This is That's dude, ask Aaron Rodgers. So I just want no, everybody in Georgia. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is sitting on the bench for like two, four years. So, Malik, are you rooting for Georgia or TC? Sitting for four years? He was he was on the bench for three or four years after he got drafted. He started right away. I'm LSU fan. So but he was, but he was learning from a great quarterback in Brett Favre. He had someone to learn. I, I, actually, I'll say this: Ace. I don't have a rooting interest in this game. Talk about Aaron Rodgers. Ah, no. I don't have a rooting interest in this game. I want to see, I want to see the game. I want to watch the game. I'm interested in seeing how the game plays out. I have, a, I feel like Georgia's going to win. Mm. Um, but I don't really have a rooting interest in the game. I want TCU to win. I will say this: T, that TCU. I had never seen TCU play before that Michigan game. They are a lot of fun. Yeah, they are a lot of fun. Like they they score like crazy. Yeah, and I usually don't watch college football, football, but I was rooting for them to win just because Toledo likes Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) That is so petty. (laughs) Just because. I was like, yo, let me check this game out. Oh wow, they beat the snot on them. Oh good. (laughs) Exciting. Cheer from Michigan, but that was a good game. And I was like, come on, TCU, let's go. Let's make this national title. Because I like the Big field. 12. It's, it's all offense, no defense. That's what I'm here for. That's why and I watched the Giants have only The Giants have only drafted four quarterbacks in the first round in their history since was 1936. One was one of them Phil Sims? Yeah. yeah. Wait. Really? Was it? For more yes, hits? They drafted Sims. More hits? They drafted mm-hmm. Sims. They drafted Sims, and I'm I'm looking at their draft. So Sims, Eli Jones. So, so, so Sims, Sims, Philip Rivers, 
Jones. Technically, they drafted Philip Rivers. Eli <laughs> Jones. His last name is Manning. Sure. Eli Manning. Yeah, no, yeah. Eli. Who the hell is Eli, <laughs> Eli Manning? Talking about some dude from the I remember that. I was just me and Malik. I remember me and Malik was at the draft, and the Giants did not draft Eli Manning. They drafted Eli Manning. They drafted Eli Manning. They drafted Mr. Rivers, you know. They drafted him. I remember that. Um, He was wearing a giant hat. I remember Damn. I remember Philip Rivers wearing a giant hat. Dave Brown. I'm sorry. Five five quarterbacks. Sorry. In the first round. It's only the first round. I don't know. Dave Was Dave Brown a first round pick? No, Dave Brown was not a first round pick. He was like okay. a supplemental Danny, or something like that. Danny, Danny Cannell wasn't a first round pick either. He was more no, like three or four. Danny Danny Cannell. Um, no, Danny Wolf was like a second round pick. Um, no, the, the other the other two quarterbacks you wouldn't remember. I mean, you probably wouldn't remember this. Oh, direct. Yeah, yeah, 1959. Not cool. 1950. Jesus. Why Tittle wasn't drafted by the Giants? Travis Tidwell mm. and Leo Grosscup. I have no idea. Lee, ah. Lee Gross Cup. I have no idea. In 1959, he used to work. And the then league. they did not draft the first round quarterback again until Phil Sims. <laughs> in 1979. So, so 20 for years. years. For 20 for 20 years, they did not draft the first round quarterback. <laughs> That's oh crazy. wow! That's crazy. Well, listen, I've already pointed out how bad the Bears uh, receivers are. So that may be that may show why the Giants are struggling. Mm. It's a lack of spending first round picks on quarterbacks. Well, they're not struggling in the playoffs. Oh, that's true. Playoff team. So they're clearly Playoff going to the can. Super Bowl. My bad. I take that back. Look, going to the going to the playoffs is is going to the playoffs is important in the NFL. In the tournament, sir. This is true. Tournament. You're in the tournament. Yeah. In the tournament. Sixteen seed versus one seed. I think that's Let's how go. the Giants won their Super Bowls last time. <laughs> Light them up. Light them up. Well, they're not. They're not. They're not a seven seed. With the Giants, what are are they? The six. 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 Yeah, there'll be six because Dallas will be the five. Yeah, so they get rewarded by playing Four. whoever oh, does play the Tampa Vikings. Bay Buccaneers, Vikings, or the Niners. Oh, they'll definitely win one of those games, right? Vikings and the Niners. I can't wait so to come back for the wild card round. Exactly, Malik. Look on your face as everything. Thank the Vikings, you. the Vikings, the Vikings are they're trash. We almost beat Minnesota the first time. Well, We'll we'll dig into that on the show. I'd rather don't go. Y'all guys, y'all guys know the playoff the, the playoff thing might change, right? Yeah, man. Well, no, we're going to play either Minnesota or Frisco. I think those two are locked into us. Yes. Either one of those two. It can't be Welcome anybody different. to the Uptown oh. Parlay podcast. Just cut me off. Oh, yeah. He cut, <laughs> you, off with that, he cut you off with that Nash voice. Malik and our special guest, LeVon. You know, I'm going to call that voice the, the match voice right now. You know, that's the voice they fall asleep on. The match. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, when you remember match the TV the show when it comes Wyatt on it and you felt like falling asleep as a kid? That's how it sounds like when it comes it's on it. It's like, oh, late, no. Yeah. All late. It's like, oh, they're like sleeping. But anyway. Before my time, sir, I'm not that old. I don't know what you're talking about. It came out in the age. It was still showing in the 80s, man. Be quiet. In the 90s. 80s and 90s. He just fell asleep early because he heard it, too. Uh, I fell asleep at Hill Street Blues, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay, whatever. They came on the o'clock. <laughs> stop, mm. stop your lying, man. No, Hill Street Blues, real talk. Yeah, uh, yeah real, real talk, just yeah. like your beard. Your beer, the only oh. reason you're a Bears fan is because the Giants doesn't have a black quarterback. No, there's oh. a bunch of other reasons. <laughs> Good Lord. But I, one of them is I met um I met a lot of Bears players from football camp. They were cool. And LT was charging $80 for autographs, and I was like, fuck that. Why? What's happening? Wow, what's just because he's <laughs> Really? 
And I was like, really? really? I was like, that's important to a kid. And I was I was 10 years old and I was like, you going to charge me money? And then I went and got a free autograph from Cornelius Bennett. So Kansas City at Las Vegas. First game this Saturday, 4.30 p.m. The largest spread of the week, oh no, the third largest spread of the week. The city's favored by nine and a half. Vegas is playing to lose, which is why they're playing Jared Stidham. Um, They brought him over from New England because he was drafted by Josh McDaniels, who doesn't really know how to pick quarterbacks. It's the same guy who drafted Tim Tebow in the first round, so we'll see. Uh, Kansas City should beat the brakes off of them. I'm going to take Kansas City. It's going to be my first lock of the week. They're going to put the beat them down on them because they want to, and they want to get that number one seed. So if they win, they get to rest. They have a lot of guys banged up at wide receivers, so that would really help. And giving Tony an extra week with his uh, hamstring would really help him. And if he gets healthy and they can work on some practice in the, in the extra week, they'll probably do it. Leap, go ahead. Oh, I'm allowed to unmute now. Okay, thank you so much, Ace. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, 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 thanks for that. Uh... Thank you for that worthy honor. <laughs> um, uh, look, if nothing else, um, I think Casey should want to win this game. Also, for Patrick Mahomes to get another MVP, I think he's he's pretty much. I won't say he's a lock, but he's the favorite right now. And if he has a big game, puts in and puts in puts in another big performance, you know, he's winning the MVP. Uh, you know, I think that that's a um, that's a pretty pretty fair. Pretty fair deduction at that at this at this point. So I think Casey Casey has a lot to play for, right? Casey has to play for. Um, they're playing for the the number one ranking. They're playing for some individual, um, you know, um, accolades as well. So I don't see a reason why they don't come in and 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 smoke 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 the Raiders in in uh, in Vegas. Other than the fact that this game is in Vegas. Um, I'm checking the numbers now to see what what uh, what Casey has done over the last few games in terms of um, in terms of the spread. They're two seven one in their last ten. Yeah, so they they haven't been good there, um, and they've dropped. They you know they haven't been good against the spread in the last like three games. I remember that Houston game mm-hmm. that they barely won, uh, and then last week they barely won too. Right? Um, mm-hmm. They 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 won by three points or something like that. So you know it's completely possible to to see them. Uh, drop this one. So I'm going to take KC, but I'm not locking it in as a best bet. I think there's more than enough incentive for them to win this game and win this game handily. And Jared Stidham doesn't scare me at all, but I don't think uh, I wouldn't block this in just because KC has been so um, up and down and willing to just kind of let things play out and, you know, and not, you know, put the foot on the gas and like put teams away in that fashion. All right, Ant, what do you got? Well, I'm obviously going to go to KC as well, but just to correct you on this ace, it's not because um, they just want to tank the game or whatever. Las Vegas is basically putting Derek Carr on ice more for injury reasons and the contract reasons, all about business and money. They don't want to pay him if he actually gets hurt in this game because they're kicking his, his injury clause in his contract. But um, as far as for Jerry Stidham, he's been in New, New England system, which is basically the system they brought over here for all these years. And they, they everybody feels that like he can run the system you know better because he's been in there so long. I don't. I don't give a sh- about him. He's gonna. They're gonna get the behind. The asses wax on, wax off. It's fifty two and fifty two point five for the um over and under. I'm gonna take the over in this one. This is gonna be a beat down. But quite you're still gonna have. What's saying? I can still make some some points here. So I give it like a thirty to twenty something type of thing. Thirty three. I'm sorry. Thirty four, thirty five to like maybe um twenty eight points or whatever, or even less than that. Right there. But anyway, I got Casey in the over. Right. I, I I think Ant makes before we get to the ball, I think Ant makes a good point though here about the over under. 
for Casey to win this game by nine and a half, they either have to score 40 or they have to hold um, Vegas under 20. I think that's the tough. That's the thing that's tough here for me because you see, we could see you to your point, Ace, earlier. We could see KC pulling some of their players if they have the game wrapped up and it's under, it's, you know, pretty, pretty well in hand. Mm-hmm. And then they wouldn't get to the 40. And to Ant's point, this is an offense that Jared Sidham is comfortable with. And he just he just dropped 24 or something. Like they just had a pretty good game in week 17, scoring the football. Um yeah, against matter. San Francisco. Uh, was it San Francisco they were playing? Yeah, Frisco. Yeah. Yeah. They just played San Francisco, which is a way better defense than, way they, better. than KC's defense, and they scored. So that's why I said this number, I feel I feel really shaky about this number i might wind up flipping and taking taking vegas in here just because of that just because of that because in order to cover that nine what you're saying is kansas city's got to score a lot of points yeah which they vegas do. has to not right yeah, <laughs> and which they and do. i think if kc scores a lot of points vegas is probably going to score on the back end because they're going to give them a lot of opportunity so um i'm actually going to flip my pick i'm going to take vegas all right well Vaughn, who do you got well i think Vegas has nothing to play for. They are officially – last week they had a slight chance to uh, get into the playoffs. And this week they're dead. It's one game before they all go away for the offseason. I don't think they'll play as hard as they did last week. They'll have um, – they'll just – yeah, they'll just be trying to get out of there. And that's always bad. It'll probably be a blowout based off of that alone. Kansas City will run all over, though, run all over them early and late. Um, I mean, this is a lock. It's it's not a very interesting game. There's not a lot at stake. Um, I'm interested to see what happens with Derek Carr, but I'll take Kansas City in this one. I feel wrong about the um Vegas doesn't have nothing to play for. The coaches got stuff to play for to actually prove what they're doing by putting Stidham in, in there, you know. And they basically the season Stidham got something to prove, and these other players got stuff to prove too because their jobs can be taken away by somebody getting drafted. I don't think Stidham – I thought Josh McDaniel would follow the Denver coach out the door because Vegas was supposed to be way better than this, bringing in um, Adams to play with Carr, have uh, all those failed first-round picks that they lost, but still they were supposed to be better than what they were. They lost a lot of games they shouldn't have this year. Um, but he didn't lose his job. At least he hasn't lost it yet. I doubt Stidham is their quarterback of the future. He's just They just don't want to keep Carr's $40 million on the books. It's not guaranteed. Yeah, so they're going to probably – Yeah, they, they're going to try to trade him away. I think he threw the most interceptions this year out of any quarterback. I'm not entirely sure. But that, that relationship is over. Um, and that team is not going to fight. They're not going to fight. The players on the team, they're, they're, they're ready to go home. There's nothing to play for. They're out of the playoffs. They're going to be staring at a team that's going to go in and try to chase another Super Bowl. I just can't envision them giving 100% in this game. There's no reason I, to. I think yeah, you're I mean, wrong. That's their jobs. They have to They have to do it. They, they do you think one do it game because they can, yes, because because people look at these things. Their jobs, that's crazy. I think in week 17, anybody who wants to be there is going to try to play hard. Anybody who's like, I went off this team, is already talking to their agent. And they're like, uh, this is what week can we 18. Can you're you not going to save here? a job in week 18. And you're not going to save your job in week 18. If you're done, you're done. Week I hear 18. your point, Lamar. So you're taking Kansas City. City. Yeah, I got Casey. Thank you. All right. Tessie at Jacksonville, the 8 p.m. game. 
the brawl for it all. City, oh, Tennessee is getting six and a half points on the road at Jacksonville. Jacksonville has been a very hot team. I do not believe Tannehill is going to play. He's still suffering from that ankle injury. Josh Dobbs. So Joshua Dobbs is going to play because Malik Willis has been atrocious on the offense, and Jobs actually operated it to a certain level. Um, aside from that, I don't know of any other major injuries. Tennessee has the fewest people listed on their injury report. Jacksonville's been playing pretty well. They got a good quarterback. The fact that Tennessee's getting six and a half, I'm going to take them. I think they have the better defense. They've had the better defense all season. They appear to be the tougher team. They do not have a better quarterback, but they do have the best running back in the game. And there's a couple of ways they can win. They got to keep this low scoring, which is why the over-under is 39 and a half. I am going to believe that Tennessee is going to win because they are Tennessee and Jacksonville is Jacksonville. So I'm going to take those six and a half points, and I'm going to take the under, and Tennessee is going to grind it out and win 17-13, 17-10. Yes. Um, they said that Derek Hart, oh, sorry, Derek Henry is going to be actually back for this game. And it's going to be a quarter. Tennessee going to try to come back. But I'm I'm actually going to have faith in Jacksonville in this one. They kind of let me down a couple of times. But this game, I'm going to have, I'm going to have a little faith in them. They're coming together as a young team and stuff like that. So I'm going to give it to them on this. And I'm going to take the under this one. I don't think these teams are going to really score that much on it, but mostly because of the defense. But I'm going to take Tennessee. I'm oh, sorry. I'm going to take Jacksonville and the under in this one. And I want to make this one of my first locks of the week. All right, Malik, go ahead. Tennessee has lost six in a row. They've lost six straight games. Mm -hmm. They are ice cold right now. Derrick Henry or not, they are extreme. They're ice cold. They are a bad pick this week. Um, And they're on the road. So, um, and they're in the road in Jacksonville. So all lines point to Jacksonville uh, taking care of business and handling handling their business against Tennessee. Tennessee is not a playoff team. Um, they're not as good as Jacksonville, top to bottom. They're they're injured. They're not healthy right now, um, and they're not as talented. Like just plain and simple, right? And they're on the road. So Jacksonville is an easy pick. Just to me, Jacksonville is an easy pick here. Uh, Jacksonville win, has won four straight. They've covered uh, four of their last five. Game. So they've covered in every game that they've won thus far in, in during that four that four game win streak that they've had, um, and that includes a win less than a month ago in Tennessee, uh, where they beat them by fourteen. So I don't see a reason to pick um, the pick Tennessee here, other than you believe that Derrick Henry is going to you know uh, in some way, shape, or form give them a give them a you know a shot in the arm or something like that. Uh, I don't. I think he's you know. He needs to. He's. he's I think he's going to be fine. I, I. I just doubt he has like the two hundred yard game that that Josh Dobbs and the offense is going to need, um, in order for them to beat Jacksonville and take take this division because this is obvious. This is for the division, uh, for the AFC South division crown. Um, so I'm going to take Jacksonville and I'm going to go with the under as well and I'm going to lock this in too. Um, so I'm going to go along with Ant here on this one. Move on. Who do you got? I echo everything Malik just said. Tennessee is ice cold. Jacksonville is one of the hotter, more interesting teams in the league right now. Um, I've kind of been talking about them all year, that they have talent, and it just isn't showing up, but lately it has been. Doug Peterson is an excellent coach. He's proven it. He's taken that team, and he's turned them around um, in a pretty short time. They don't have the best record, but they were terrible last year. They picked number one again two years in a row, so – 
I like to see it. I think this is the most interesting game all year. Well, not all year. I'm sorry. Of the week. This is one game I don't want to miss this week. I want to watch it. I want to see Jacksonville rise up and claim the division. Um, if they lose to Tennessee, I'll be very disappointed. Be very disappointed. Tennessee does not deserve to win this division and go to the playoffs. If they do, they'll probably be a quick out. So right. on that alone, I, I'm going to take the Jaguars in this one. Well, on that note, go Titans. Next up, we got Tampa Bay at Atlanta. The least interesting game of the week because Tampa winning does not change anything for them in the playoffs. And Atlanta is knocked out of the playoffs. So even them beating Tampa doesn't really do much for them. Uh, I think Atlanta may have actually found their coach, but they don't have a they don't have a quarterback. Tampa is favored by four and a half points. Has been losing a lot of games. The over under is forty and a half. I think this game is going to actually be much more high scoring than that. So I think the lock here really is the over for this game. But I'm going to take Tampa because Tom Brady said he's going to play. So if he's playing, I'm guessing everybody else is playing because they still need to fix their offense. I'm uh, going to lock in Tampa as my first lock of the week. Go ahead, Dan. So I'm going to go the opposite way on this one. I'm taking a land on this one. I'm taking a land in the under, even though even Todd Bowles said that they're not going to be pulling um their players or anything like that. But I'm still going to go with Atlanta. Atlanta's going to play hard. To me, even though they, they have nothing to play for, they're still going to play hard. Tampa Bay is going, most likely going to still pull players before the end of the half on this uh, before the end of the half on this one. Uh, before the, even the game is over, I should say. So I'm going to go with Atlanta on this one. Take that and take the under on this one. I don't think they're going to go over 40 and a half on this one. On this one. That's all for me. Just so you know, these are the two worst teams in the last 10 against the spread. 2-8 and 2-7 and 1 apiece. So because that's it's at 4.5, somebody's got to win. And I'm taking the team that's getting 4.5, which is 10. The home team. All right. Go ahead, Malik. You say the temp, that, that Tom Brady is saying he's going to play, but this line suggests that he's not playing the whole game. This, this line suggests that Tom Brady is going to be, you know, one series, two series, maybe a quarter, you know, um, you know, at the most a half, and then they're going to get him out of there. Um, I think this is one of those, this, this feels like one of those preseason games where, you know, the, they, the offense implements some, you know, some changes that they want to test out against, against Atlanta, but, there's no, like you said, there's no incentive to win the game. There's no incentive to hold other than other than the only incentive they have to win this game is that surprisingly, Tom Brady in his career as a starting quarterback has never had a losing record. So there is that, you know, um, they are eight and eight. If they lose the game, they go eight, nine, that streak, that streak dies. Right. But other than that, I can't see a reason why they would play this game um, and keep the starters in the entire game. You don't I'm want gonna, to go into the playoffs with a losing record. But I don't think that matters when, to Tom Brady. He's been playing for 20, he's been playing for like 35 years. So, you know, honestly speaking, like, like he doesn't, the, the, he knows that the regular season, literally once, once the clock stops on week 18, nobody cares. The regular season is done and we move to the playoffs and, you know, uh, it's everybody's and it's, it's every man for themselves. You know what I mean? So he's not, I don't think he's thinking about that either. So, I'd say all that to say, um, I think Atlanta should win the game. I just think the number is too low here. I mean, sorry. Yeah, I think the number is too low here. I think Tampa Bay should be able to keep it within the number. I don't see a reason why Tampa, I don't see a reason why Desmond Ritter is um, expected to get get a dub here um, and, and, you know, and hold this down. Because like, Atlanta showed me nothing over the past three weeks since he's been the starting quarterback. Um, 
The only thing that they have done pretty well over the last couple of weeks is they run the ball a little bit. Um, this that kid, Al Algieri, whatever his name is. Algier. Algier. He's been pretty good. Um, he's been running the football, uh, looking pretty good as a rookie. So maybe they have their running back. Um, um, Drake London has been okay. Um, since since uh since this, this since Ritter's been in Ritter's been at the at the quarterback position. So the offense is okay. Um, but they're gonna play all their guys. So at the very least, I could see Atlanta covering the number. Uh I'm gonna take Atlanta. I'm not locking this in at all. I think Atlanta sh- I think Atlanta should win. I don't think Tom, I don't think Tom's playing the whole game though. And I'll take the under. All right. Next we got New England at Buffalo, one of the most wait, LeBron didn't games. give his pick. Oh, did I skip over so My bad. <laughs> yeah, huh? Wow, cold hearted. He did that on purpose. Uh, <clears throat> this is uh I didn't I don't follow Tampa Bay too closely. I had no idea that Tom Brady said he's gonna play this entire meaningless game or that his head coach even co-sign or go along with that ludicrous idea. He's 45 years old. And you would risk playing him in a meaningless game before you go to the playoffs against a team with absolutely nothing to lose except spoiling your fun and the opportunity to do so. It's no way Tom Brady should play this game. If he takes even one snap, Todd Bowles should be fired. These are division rivals. They don't like each other. One is going to the playoffs possibly with a losing record and the other is going home, and you want to risk your starters against them. It's just, it's, I didn't know that, and that's appalling. Um, I won't believe it until I see it. I, I really won't believe it until I see it. With that being said, Atlanta is not very good. They have nothing to play for. When you have absolutely nothing to play for, and you can't even legit play spoiler in terms of record and seeding, then it's like, why would these men show up to crash into each other other than the paycheck, which they're going to get? They're not going to give much effort unless they see Tom Brady and others started sitting there and they're like, why the heck not? I mean, it's possible. People are bitter. I just think that's a very stupid thing. It's the first I'm hearing of it. I mean, if that happens, it is what it is. Take whoever you want in this game. It doesn't matter. So I don't like Tom Brady, so I guess I'll take the Falcons. That's it. (laughs) Thank you for that long-winded answer. <laughs> well, everybody else had a chance to speak. <laughs> Next up, we have New England at Buffalo, one of the important games of the week. New England is getting seven points. The game is in Buffalo. I am taking New England. This is a win and you're in, and I think Bill Belichick can scheme up some defense to slow them down. Uh, Buffalo definitely wants to win this game for number three, but uh, I'm putting my money on New England to cover. They're getting seven. And I take the over on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna go the opposite way on this one again. Um, the reason why is because um, New England is a very dangerous team because of um, Coach Belichick, and Buffalo doesn't want to see them in the playoffs. So I know, quite even though for all these the situation that happened with Buffalo and Hammond, of course that happened on Monday, you know he still has that in the back of his mind. We don't want to see New England. We would rather see um, the Dolphins, maybe quite not even see Tua. You know, coming come there, I would rather see that than see um New England actually come some come close to the players because you don't want to face them at any point in time because you never know they pull how they will pull that out. Yes, you on the, on the side you also have Buffalo that doesn't have none of the players. We don't even know if they had a good practice going on this week because of what's going on. 
want to believe in the fit in the and I want to believe in their spirit of them gonna want to fight for um want to fight and and show a good game or whatever and win this one for um for Hammond. So I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go the opposite way on this one. I'm taking Buffalo. I'm taking the under in this one. I don't think it's gonna be a lot of sco- points scored. It's gonna be a sloppy game, but I think Buffalo's gonna win this. Not taking the win win because they're getting seven points, and also Buffalo's two and four against the spread at home this season. Any team in the AFC East does not want to see New England in there, so they would try their best to keep them out. Hmm. I don't think Buffalo's worried about them in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, this is going to be my uh, my second lock, too. Go ahead, Lee. Yeah, Buffalo wins the game. Um, I don't see a reason why they shouldn't win the game. I think it's going to be a really I – could, I could actually see this game – just the emotions in this game just feel like it's going to be – either really really you know hard for them to focus early oh sorry they're really really hard for them to focus late like they'll be way up you know in the beginning you know win for three and 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 all that stuff and you know as the game wanes on and it gets more you know and start get starts getting played up and gets more competitive um maybe that emotion comes down a little bit and it, and it starts to play more like an AFC East battle um, that we expect. Um, so for that reason, I'm going along with you, Ace, here. I think New England keeps the number close. Um, I don't know what the weather's going to be for, be for this game. I think that's the only thing I'm, I'm, I'm not entirely sure, certain of. Um, and so, may, so that's why I'm going to take the under, just because I assume it's Buffalo, you know, January. Weather's going to be cold, might be snowing, you know, something along those lines. Um so I'll take the under. I think that's the best bet here is to play that under. But uh, I think New England's going to be able to keep it close, keep it within the seven. And um, but they lose the game. They lose the game in the end. Uh, so I would say Buffalo wins wins this something like, you know, 24-21 or something like that. The high is 35 and the low is 28. It's a one o'clock game. Hardly no rain. So it's a regular cold weather game for both. So it's just a regular cold weather game. So both teams should be should be fine from there. So it would just be like a regular AFC East game. Yeah. Right. Just a regular game. Oh, LeVon, what do you got to say? Um, the country will be watching this game for obvious reasons. I think with Hamlin recovered and up and talking, um, it was it's that's gonna play a plan effect on alleviating some of the anxiety of the players, knowing that their teammate is recovering and conscious. They've probably spoken to him. The juice in the very beginning, like Malik said, from that alone. Think Buffalo, I, I'm not sure what the whole thing we talked about earlier. I, I'm not sure about all of that. But if they have something to play for, and New England has something to play for. Buffalo is the better football team. Hands down, it's not even close. Talent-wise, top to bottom, they have surpassed New England. It's been that way for a while. In a situation where both teams have something significant to play for, I always got to go with the team that's more talented, and this is not even close. It's really not even close. New England has stayed relevant by middling around 500 for the most part all season. And Tech is a genius, but his team is the smoke and mirrors in that. And I think talent will always trump smoke and mirrors at the end of the day. And the disparity is is too large. If it was a little closer, then you know, maybe, but it's not. Buffalo, at its best, is just too better than New England. The only shot they really had was if Buffalo didn't have anything to really play for, but they do. 
So I take Buffalo in this. I don't even think it'll be close. I think they're going to blow New England away, leaving the door open for Pittsburgh and Miami to sneak in. Yes. That is an interesting take. All right. Um, next up, we have Minnesota at Chicago. One of the important games of the week. I'm taking Minnesota. Chicago has the worst defensive line in the NFL over the past uh, four games. Their secondary is pretty good, but they cannot make up for the problems up front. A lot of their players up front are hurt in terms of their linebackers, so I don't even know if those guys are going to play. I know Justin Fields is not playing. So that one does not make me feel good about picking Chicago because Nathan Peterman, the worst back in the NFL, is somehow still holding on and is still in the league. I don't know how that is working, but it is what it is. Locking Minnesota, they should destroy the Chicago Bears. Um, I don't see them putting up much of a fight with the terrible quarterback. And I will take the over on this one on 43 and a half. Uh, I bet against the Bears last week, but I had some hope they could win at home. I'm going to win this one, even though they let me down last week with the Bastards. But it is what it is. Go ahead, Ant. I know the Chicago Bears, and you picked the team – you pick the team at Chicago Bears that is actually have this Nathan dude Peterman as your is yes as your, as your as your no no that's what I'm about to say is Nathan Peterman on your on your team and yet you love Chicago Bears you bum on your, on your team and you love this team but anyway um I'm gonna go with you Ace I'm gonna go um taking taking Minnesota on this one there's no way Chicago's gonna win this Minnesota's gonna beat the snot out of them without Justin Fields I feel bad for Fields because he was about to break the record you know for the I believe most rushing yards for a quarterback. This year, I believe we might just get it next year. Um, but give me Minnesota in this one, and I'm taking the um, under in this one. I don't think Chicago's going to do anything. It's just going to be a smack fest, and that'll be it. The only reason I say it will be different if it one of those scenarios that come up in the Oilers meeting where there'll be an eight-seed team that comes in. Maybe Chicago can still fight for it. I don't know. They, that might change the picks up and stuff like that. But as of right now, give me Minnesota, and I'm taking the under. The picks because if Chicago loses his game and uh, the Texans win their game, Chicago will have the number one overall pick. That's a real reason why they're starting. <laughs> yeah, why they're starting Nathan Peter Nathan Peterman, worst quarterback in the NFL. C. Stroud, come on down, come on to Chicago, baby. C.J. Stroud, yeah. go to yeah, Chicago. <laughs> Another Ohio State quarterback for y'all to ruin. Um. <laughs> um. The only thing that's at play here, um, this is a, like Ace. You're right. This is a very uninteresting game. There's nothing to play for. The only thing that's at play here, in terms of the, in terms of the number, is obviously the potential for Minnesota to start sitting sitting players early, um, or just you know, like after the first series, we could see you know a, a wholesale um, group of you know the subs come in for the Minnesota Vikings uh, across the board, especially guys like Justin. Je I don't expect Justin Jefferson to play very much i don't expect um kirk cousins out there for very long um definitely if they have any injuries or anybody that's that's a little dinged up on the defensive side of the ball i expect them to play so it might open itself up for chicago to put some points on the board so i'm going to take the over uh, on that um but i think that minnesota covers the the number so minnesota and i'm going to i'm going to lock them in um, I'll, I'll lock them in here to win the game by eight to ten points. Uh, I just feel like you know, it's it's really hard to see. I watched that game, the the, the Buffalo, I mean, the Chicago Detroit game through, and it's really hard to see where Chicago comes up with any points right now. Um, on that offense, it's just really difficult to see where those numbers come from. So because of that, I'll take Minnesota. Um, because even if Justin Jefferson sits, 
you know, Minnesota has plenty of weapons to allow us to score some points and, and put some points on the board. So I'm going to take Minnesota in the over and I'm going to lock this in my second, my second best bet of the week. In Minnesota is my second lock of the week as well. Go ahead, LeVar. All in agreement is that this is a very uninteresting game, but it's week 18. I didn't know Justin Fields wasn't playing because I was ready to take the Bears if he was. And I hope that's not true, that they're sitting him because they're trying to get the number one overall pick. Uh, yes, sure, they're sitting him because they're they're he got hurt. He got yeah. hurt in the Detroit game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the benefit Chicago to even get that pick, if you did, I'd trade it. You know, I'd trade why it. That's it benefits them because they could get a bunch of other picks for the first overall. There's so many quarterback maybe teams. Yeah, but is there is CJ Stroud or what's the other kid's name? Bryce Bryce Young even worth trading up for in this if draft? You, if you watch college football at all, maybe you know. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I've heard of them and I've looked up their stats and I've seen, you know, I've seen them play. Bryce Young looks like have he's... You, have you seen them play? Yeah, you know, they put all of that stuff on like YouTube and, and stuff like that, highlights. That's nice Kyler Murray size. That's what you're looking at, I'm guessing. Yeah, but he's the a, a smallest size QB, slight he's, he's, build. He's bigger than Kyler Murray. He's taller than Kyler Murray. Anyway, let me get to my thing. Uh, we don't want to get too far off topic. Wrap I think up, Minnesota, Minnesota wins this game because Chicago's not trying to, and that's it. There you go. I don't Thank think you. there's incentive, Ace. I don't think there's incentive for Chicago to get the number one seed because I don't think anybody's trading up to get that pick. Oh, they will. After that, game I, that, that, after that game that Stroud just put up against the best defense in the country of Georgia, but, yeah, they will. No. They will. But Ace, it's, it's, it's about what team, what they would have to give up to get the number one pick. A lot. Knowing, knowing that Chicago is not picking a quarterback. That's we the whole point. But Chicago is not. We will unless you trade for it. No, you won't. That's, no, you won't. That's, oh. that's you lying. That's you lying to us and yourself. Okay. Chicago is not drafting a quarterback number sure. one overall. If they are, if they if they are, if they are, then your then your franchise is, is is run by you know a bunch of untrained monkeys. Seriously, if, if, wow. if that's the case, they, they gotta hope that the other team that comes after Chicago as, is taking their quarterbacks. That the quarterbacks as bad, quarterbacks. As bad as that defense has been over the mm-hmm. last five weeks since they let go of Robert Quinn and uh, Roquan Eight. Smith. Or eight, whatever, there is no way on earth that Chicago is not taking Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. You never know, man. You never know. You know? No way on the earth. Draft is it's a game of chicken. No way on earth. And so, unless there is a team that is in that, because that's the other thing, Chicago. If Chicago doesn't, if Chicago even were to trade this pick, they wouldn't want to trade down to. They wouldn't want to trade any down any further than say four. Lose out, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they wouldn't want to lose out on what they can get. So if Chicago, if Chicago gets the number one pick, they're picking. I don't see anybody trading with them. Houston doesn't. Houston has no incentive to trade with them because they'd be number two. Mm-hmm. They're going for quarterback, and they know that they'll just take whichever one between Bryce Young and. Uh, you know who currently has the number four overall pick? Arizona. That's correct. They're not, and they're not drafting a quarterback. Oh, Arizona might not. I not think not Arizona needs. I think a quarterback. they will. I think they, they will take a quarterback. Him. But Kyler Murray is a fucking train. I don't think it's beyond the realm of thought. I'm not talking about the injury. He is a fucking train wreck. I would tr- take a quarterback and trade him in a goddamn heartbeat. 
when you come from I don't think the, it's beyond uh, the realm of thought, the reign of thought for them to take a quarterback. I just don't think they take a quarterback. Who's the old Giants five. GM that drafted Daniel Jones? You come from that uh, school of thought. So listen, let's let's not because we're trying to trigger <laughs> by. All right. Next up, we have Baltimore at Cincinnati. This is also for the division for the AFC North. The team, whoever wins this division, is going to the Super Bowl for the AFC, and I stand by that take. I said that five or six weeks ago, right before Cincinnati took the lead in that division. This is the last, no, this is one of the most important one o'clock games. Hopefully, it's the national game that I get to see. I think Baltimore getting seven and a half points. I don't think Cincinnati can blow them out. Baltimore before. Um, hopefully, Lamar Jackson is healthy enough to play. On the Baltimore's five and three against the spread, but at home, Cincinnati is five and one against the spread. That hook is what's giving me the faith to take him. I think they can keep this within a touchdown. And the over on 41 and a half, um, I would hit the over on that as well. I think there's going to be a lot more high scoring games than we believe. Baltimore should be able to put up some points on Cincinnati. Cincinnati will definitely put up some points on Baltimore. They're the most complete team. I'm locker in Baltimore is my third lock of the week. Go ahead, Ann. Um, I'm making this my locker, my third lock of the week, but I'm going the opposite way. I'm taking Cincinnati. Um, the reason is just even though he's not their player, just like in with Buffalo, this will um that what happened Monday night will affect Cincinnati and stuff like that. I think they're gonna also run on some type of emotional type of coaster on this. And I'm giving it to them on this one against Buffalo. I mean, sorry, against um Baltimore. This is for this is for the division. This is for the playoffs or whatever. They still gonna make push past that. And I do like to say a side thing. I hope quite people stop messing around with T Higgins because I've been hearing that or reading that they actually been getting after him. You know for for that for, for what happened on Monday, and it's not really his fault. It was just a, basically a football move. But as far as what we're concerned about this um. This game and this on um, betting, I'm definitely taking Cincinnati and give me the over in this one. And like I said, this is going to be my third lock of the week. All right, Malik, who do you got? Lamar hasn't um, practiced yet this week. Um, it's Thursday. Um, I don't expect him to play um, as a result of that. And by virtue of having 10 wins, it doesn't look like Baltimore has locked a pl- up a playoff spot. But they're pretty Baltimore well entrenched. Yes. They locked in yeah. the spot. Okay, so they're locked they into their playoff. The yeah, they they just they haven't won the division. I don't think for them it matters all that much if they win this division. Um be, because if they if it mattered, then I think Lamar Jackson would be playing. Is my feeling on this. Um I think what matters most is that they are healthy and they are ready for whatever playoff game that they're gonna have to have, they're gonna have to play in in a couple of weeks um and and wherever they're going to have to go as a as a potential wild card team um with respect to that so i'm going to go ahead and and go with the cincinnati bengals cincinnati was hot i picked cincinnati last week to beat buffalo and i think that and they were well on their way to doing so um in that in that game had things not have transpired the way that they did i think the cincinnati would have run away with that game against the bills um, it was my personal feeling, and they're still the hottest team in the NFL. Uh, I think they won seven straight or eight straight. Not obviously not including last week. Um, seven, seven straight. Frisco's Frisk, yeah. won nine straight games. Have they won nine straight? Okay, nine is one right. straight. Okay, so I'll I'll say then they With then they are the second. Yeah. They're the second hottest. They're the second hottest team in the NFL. Um, so I still think Cincinnati is is my pick to go to, to go to the Super Bowl again, uh, represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. And I think that they don't do that if they don't 
um, at least host one or two uh, playoff games in the in the in the playoffs um, this year. So I'm going to take Cincinnati and I'm locking them in as my third lock of the week as well. Um, I think this number seven points is is more than enough for an offense like Cincinnati to carry. So Cincinnati and uh, the over. Levon, who do you got? Uh, <clears throat> interesting, interesting game. At least two teams have something to play for. It's a watchable game in week 18. I like the Bengals offense. I think that quarterback wide receiver, you know, dynamic is dynamic. And I, I'm envious of it. They have a great three, you know, trio of receivers and a young quarterback who's um, charismatic, accurate, and they'll have that for a very long time. Kind of reminds me of the Oilers with Warren Moon and the three wide receivers, other than Haywood Jeffries, I can't remember who they are. But And they had a pretty decent running back, if I remember Tech Mobile correctly. But that's what they remind me of. But like that Oilers team, they don't have much of a defense. They don't have much of a defense. Um, their defense is suspect. Um, I think like Apple is still in that secondary. Yeah, and yeah. maybe I'm biased, but the oh, defense does. Not. Their defense does not worry me. I don't see them shutting out anybody. And I think I'm talking more playoffs. This game, whoever wins the AFC North, that's great. Both teams are going to the playoffs. I think it's more intriguing what happens once they get in because both teams are going to have to go on the road someplace at some point in time. I don't think Cincinnati's going back to the Super Bowl like you guys seem to believe. I think it's either going to be Kansas City or um, Buffalo or a team we don't expect, if that's Jacksonville or the Chargers. But it won't be the Bengals. I just I think they'll lay an egg somewhere. I think it's more intriguing, and this is off the cuff, that Lamar Jackson is not signed. He is injured. And he's not healthy enough to play in this game, which is for the division. I can't wait to see how they handle his contract in the offseason. I'm going to take the Bengals in this game. Uh, Levon, just to give you the just to give you context on their defense, they the Bengals statistically have the third ranked uh, the third ranked rushing defense and the third ranked passing defense in the NFL. So statistically, that doesn't mean that they can't get smoked, but you know. They have not been giving up a lot of points over these last few weeks as they've been winning all those games. They also they score a lot too, so yeah, that, yeah. that helps them. But yeah, statistics are great. I mean, I know a few yeah. players on that defense. I just look at that defense and I think, is that a shutdown defense yes. in a playoff game? I don't, yes. I don't, no. I don't see I don't, a shutdown. I, I agree yeah. with I this. I don't see a shutdown. Suffocating there, defense. There I'd have to look at who they played in this winning streak. I'd have to see what teams they played to reference that everything is in context, like who did they play uh, and stuff like that. This is not bad specifically to have that kind of defense, like Malik said, uh, to the stats, to the stats. All right. And point, we're going to be going back to the stats with the next week's game of Houston at Indianapolis. Two teams that are out of it. Houston is getting two and a half points at home. I am taking Houston because I want the Bears to get the first overall pick. And I think Indianapolis is terrible enough to quit on their coach. And unfortunately, he has to start the worst quarterback he has on his roster. So I really don't see them having a chance. And Jonathan Taylor is not going to back and play. So I don't understand how they're going to run this offense effectively. So I'm going to take Houston, and this is going to be my fourth lock of the week. I'm going to stay. I'm going to go with you, Ace, on this one. 
kind of weird that we actually picking the same exact um teams on this one because we basically have the most incompetent coach in the NFL, you know, coming from the straight from the couch, straight from the couch potatoes on the land, you know, the coach in Indianapolis versus the a competent coach that actually has a quite a team that's not really up to stuff for him yet. But I'm gonna go Houston on this one. Houston, there's no way that Houston's gonna lose to Indianapolis. The only person who's gonna that's losing to this Indianapolis scene is up in Vegas. You know, who's actually the worst coach right now in the NFL, in my opinion. But I'm gonna go with Houston. I'm taking it under in this one. Houston's gonna win this. There's a, there's no way around it. I'm not picking it just so, so just so the Bears can get a better pick or whatever. All this out of BS. But give me Houston. They had the better coach. They. And they're going to um, win this. I'm not going to make this a lot, but they're going to win this. Go ahead, because it disappeared. <laughs> um, Indianapolis is at home. It's probably the only thing that's this is probably the only thing that's, that's, that's hanging out in their favor. I think win win one for Jeff Saturday in his last game, uh, his, his last game of the season, probably his last game as a coach. What what I would think is what I would hope is what would be what would make this game. This game is this is the least interesting game of the entire season. Like there's no reason to watch this game period. Even if you live in Houston or in Indianapolis, like these teams are bad. The starters playing, they have nothing to play for. Houston's got like the number one pick, you know, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, what's his name? Indianapolis is probably like fifth or fourth or third or whatever. Like these teams are just horrible. There's no reason to watch this game. You should be better off just watching reruns of, of uh, you know, other uh, games in the past or whatever. Whatever you I want to watch, watch paint Seriously. Seriously, what I would love to see for this game, man. My person, this should be the pink slip game. Whichever yes. one of you coaches loses this game. Lose on Black Monday. Get fired on Black Monday. Yes. Get fired. <laughs> whoever, whoever wins this game gets to keep their job. Um, then that would make it interesting. I'm going to take Indy because they're at home. Um, and they're the oh, – I'm sorry. They're the favorite here at home. Um, I didn't think I'm about a, that, but um, welcome back, me. But, uh, <laughs> whoever – wait. Do you think either of these coaches will be the head coach of either of these teams next season? No. I don't. I, I don't. I mean, I don't see a real. Like, Jim Mercer shouldn't have hired Jeff Saturday in the first place. So there's no reason to believe that he won't just give him the job because he doesn't want to hire. He doesn't want to go through the hiring process of giving anybody else. I, the job. I think that's why he hired him so he could low key just sneak him in, and the next thing, yeah, I just bring him back, and he's the head coach. Still. I don't. I don't think he. I don't think it matters to him. I don't think he really cares that much. Um, but I would like to see Lovey Smith get an opportunity to really coach a, a team with the number one, with the number one pick and the, you know, number one quarterback and all that stuff. Um, I, and I hope he's not a one and done guy. And, you know, so I don't think, I think Houston, I think Houston is, would be smart to keep Lovey Smith. He's an accomplished coach. He knows what he's doing out there. He just doesn't have the talent on this team to, to, to complete. So uh, I'm going to take, I myself, I'm going to take Houston because they're getting two and a half points. And I think these teams are pretty much even in terms of being both, both pretty terrible. Um, but I'm not locking this in. So, uh, oh, just... oh, to your to your point with the pink slip game, though. <laughs> Wait, as soon as you said that, I started thinking about some WWE promotion. That's yes. what it's like, yes. like that. You the know, pink you, slip game. <laughs> you know what? Like at the end of the game, it should be like the money in the bank match. Put a ladder in the middle of the field and like like let Jeff <laughs> let them fight it out to see who gets who gets a job tomorrow. <laughs> Late stage capitalism as it's fine. So, <laughs> LaVon, who do you got? Yeah, it's not an interesting game. I want to see Indy win because Houston deserves that pick. They have a need at quarterback. And yeah, that's about it. This game sucks. So, I got nothing. 
So do you think Annapolis would trade up to get C.J. Stroud for the first overall pick? Because I think they would. I think Indianapolis is getting what they deserve because when you have 20 years of <laughs> and then you suck on purpose to sneak in another, what was it, five to seven years of Andrew Luck, you they should be. They didn't count. suck on purpose. They, they sucked because nobody was behind them. You the reason be- why. Oh. No, go ahead, LeVon. I mean, yeah, you should. And they're in quarterback hell right now. When you go from what, Phillivers to Carson Wentz to Sam Elliger to Matt Ryan and not in that order, you're in quarterback hell and deserve it because they were blessed for years with the best of quarterback play you could ever hope for as a fan. So now they got to suck it up. Mm-hmm. You I think know, you mean the Patriots, but that's okay. <laughs> The thing is that Indianapolis is not going to trade up for it because they actually had a chance before when the um, draft, when they had um, when they had Sam Donald, they had, um, what's the name, quite Josh Allen and stuff like that. They actually had the pick that the Jets had for Sam Donald in Indianapolis back, and they got their offensive lineman. They so I don't smart. think they're going to trade up. They were smart not to take Darnold. Yeah, but they could have still took Josh Josh Allen. At the, my point is that they, they didn't have a quarterback at the time that was quite a young quarterback at the time, and they just stuck with who they got. So I think they're going to do the same exact thing. I think they're going to trade up and take CJ Stroud. I think they're going to try to go more in the free agency route and get. I think they can stay. They can stay at five and draft Will Levis. Wait, wait, but wasn't Andrew Luck the quarterback when they drafted Quinn Nelson? No, he was already gone. He was. No, he He was. was No, he was going. No, they drafted Quinn Nelson. He was in the fourth. I thought he was gone already. He was this season. He's only been gone for four years. I have to check that. I could have sworn that he was gone at that time. Sure of it. That's why they drafted Quentin Nelson because they had him and they wanted to protect Andrew Luck. That's why they did. Okay. Next up, we have the New Jersey Jets at the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are going to win this game. They're favored by two. Um, I don't think the Dolphins are going to get it. When you when you got to lose in record, you become the New Jersey Jets. (sighs) I don't want them associated with my city. Whatever Care Bears. So I'm not doing that. Care Bears. Dolphins are going to win, even with Teddy Bridgewater or whoever they have to play. Mike White ain't the answer. I don't know who is. Maybe they're going to let the practice squad guy start for the Jets. Who knows? But what I do know is Chris Chris Strudler. And they're going to win. Whatever his name is. To the playoffs. Get in. Uh, I don't even want to talk about this game after the letdown last week. It was I was such a high roller coaster and stuff like that. I don't really feel like talking about this. But just for, sh- for shits and giggles, and since I'm a fan, I'm just going to pick Jets in the under in this one. Hope they beat the snot out of Miami so they don't make the playoffs. I'm hoping somebody <laughs> else makes it in that Miami and New England has no way to find find a way to get in. The eight seed thing comes actually comes in. Hopefully the Jets will get that. So I'm just going to go with Jets in the, in the under. This is going to be my, was it, fourth lock, third lock? Mm-hmm. Is it possible if, real question, if the Jets win, would they end up being mm-hmm. eight seed or, or would Pittsburgh no. jump them? No, 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 no team loses or something like that. They're out. I think the, the Jets are eliminated. The Jets no, are eliminated. No, no, but, but he's talking about the AC thing. Oh, if they, if they get an eight, nah. They, they, yeah. so, they so get in, but they'll get in. I think it's a team that has to still lose or whatever, but whatever. I don't give a shit. Why are you being a hater, Malik? Why are you being a hater? I don't think I don't think they're going to go with the eighth, an eighth playoff team. I don't think that's as a Lions fan, you should be rooting for everybody to make the playoffs. So I don't think they're good. I don't think they're going to be. I don't think it's going to be an eighth, an eighth playoff seed. So I don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah that's one of those but, miracles of Thirty Fourth Street things. All right, go ahead, Malik. Make your pick. But since you handed it off to me, I know we got eight games left, so I'm going to keep this really quick. Um, I'm going to pick the Jets because I want the Steelers to make the playoffs, and if in order in order for the Steelers to make the playoffs, Miami has to lose. 
And two is not, I don't believe two is playing. Maybe no, he's playing, maybe he's not. I don't know. Two is not playing. Bridgewater is also hurt. So he the third, third string quarterback, quarterback coming in. Who sucks? The Jets still have a pretty good defense. Um, and Mike White is going to, I think Mike White is going to light this shit up. <laughs> and I want to hear what, I just want to see. This is going to be, I will say this. The Jets line, because of how good that defense has, had been, as it had been over the course of the season, and because of the youth and the talent that they have on the offensive side of the ball at the skill positions, this is probably it. This is probably the most important draft um, and free agent period of Joe Douglas's career because he had to get the quarterback right this time around. This team is good enough to be in the playoffs. Oh, both of them can fire next year. It could actually happen. But, I mean, as much as you love Joe Douglas and you've sworn by Joe Douglas for the past few years because of all of the moves that he's made, this one really, really, really sucks because not hitting on your quarterback is worse, is is like probably one of the worst things that you can do as a GM. I'm just glad so they this passed is up a on huge, uh, Justin Fields. This is a huge, The book huge, is still out on Fields, Ace. Definitely. Stop sucking on this. The, field, the, the book is still out. Damn, wow. It. wow. Huge offseason. I'm picking the Jester with the game. Uh, I'm not locking it in, but I'm picking the Jester with the game outright. No hey, book did you is lock out. in the Jets? Sorry. The man ran for 1,100 yards. Stop hating. He ran for 100 yards because he doesn't know how to throw yet. So 1,100 know, yards. He's, he's running for his life for most of the time. He's, he's generated mm-hmm. more offense and thrown more touchdown passes <laughs> than Mike White. It's called and, him running for his life. And Wilson combined. Play real, be and a real Wilson quarterback combined. first. <laughs> be a real and, quarterback oh. first. And did you lock in the Jets at all? So yes, yes, I did lock that in. So salty. Okay. So right. salty. Like Ace, I actually believe in my team. You should go purify <laughs> yourself in the uh, San Antonio River. Go ahead, LaVon. Very is is very yes. own conditioning in the San Antonio River. Don't worry about that. I'm not muted. Oh, my goodness. And when I listened to Ed and feeling the pain and disappointment in his tone and his voice, I was coming on here and those backgrounds with the Jet logo and the Brady Quinn and, you know, forget you, Brady Quinn. Look at this. I really liked the Jet story this year. I really did. I thought it was a good story. Both New York teams resurgent. Defense is really good. Malik is right. You got to get the quarterback fixed because you just can't you can't move the ball consistently. Um, but this is a classic spoiler game. Misery Love Company. The Jets are miserable. They have a chance to make Miami miserable. I'm going to take the Jets in this game. Quick question to everybody. So if the Jets win and Buffalo wins and Pittsburgh wins, then Pittsburgh makes the playoffs at 9-8, and eight, correct? Go. Yes. All right. The Jets are eliminated in a seven-game playoff. Yeah, the Jets are currently it. eliminated. They can't yeah. make the only no, Pittsburgh can move up to seven teams... if both those teams lose. No, and they the, Jets cannot, the Jets cannot move up to seven. But they, they lost Pittsburgh. last week against. They lost last week against the only two teams that can play for seven right now is Pittsburgh and Miami. Oh, and Tennessee yeah. also has to win, right? No, no, no. Tennessee is a Tennessee. win and get in. Tennessee, versus yeah. all that's just those, for the division. But that's for division. the division. They that's can't, just for the division. They, they only have seven wins. They can't Got it. get that seven seed. <laughs> Got it. Next up, we have Carolina at New Orleans. New Orleans still has an outside shot at the playoffs, which I would love to see happen. Uh, I guess they do. They're still technically live. They're not mathematically eliminated. Until How do they make happen. the playoffs? I thought it was great. Let me Bay. finish what I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry. 
The Saints are favored by three and a half points. Carolina is playing for pride at this point. They got beaten last week. I'm going to take the Saints at three and a half. They got a lot of trick plays, and they have a better defense than Carolina. And if they're a legitimate field that isn't hard as a rock because they're in the Superdome, uh, the Saints win at home because they have a better passing offense and they have a better rushing offense in general. Wait, wait. And a better pass rusher. So I'm going to take New Orleans to cover. New Orleans can get to seven wins. The Lions have to lose. The Bear, uh, Lions have to lose for them to get in. Who else has to lose? No, Ace. Seattle Ace. Has, hold on. In the, 17, in the let 17 me, playoff format, the, the, the Saints are currently eliminated. What is he talking Are about? you talking about if they get to AT? What is he talking about? Team? From NFL. This is, right. this is why I'm like, what are you talking about? Didn't I, show, didn't I say last week what they needed to do to be able to get in? Green Bay is going to get they in. Like, they play the Lions. If, if they Green, lose to the Lions, if, the Lions... Go ahead. Depending on what happens with Seattle. So on Sunday night, so if Seattle loses... And the Lions and Detroit, win, and Detroit they get and Green in. Bay, and Detroit and Green Bay end in the tie... And the Saints, the Saints can still get in. You're right. Anthony. That's correct. I'd have to look that up. So the Lions agree by end of the tie and the Seahawks lose and the Saints get in off of that? And who do you got? Okay, I'm going to look this up. Right <laughs> I'm going with the Saints on this one as well because the thing is that Carolina is not at home. They don't have that nice home field advantage, wink, wink. So I'm going to go with the Saints on this one. Um, Carolina's been playing it okay lately, and I've been rooting for them, especially for their coach. Hopefully that he stays their coach um, going into next year and they don't do no BS of removing him. He actually, he's actually made Sam Donald um, relevant. So I'm going to go with that one. I'm still going to stick with the Saints in this one and give me them. And I'm not going to make this a lock, but just give me them. In the, um, I'm going to take the under this one. Go ahead. Saints in the current configuration of the playoffs. The Saints are eliminated. That's it. Well, the way to put it, there's no win-loss scenarios. There is one scenario for the seventh seed in the playoffs, and that is if Seattle wins, they are the seventh seed. If Seattle wins, they are the seventh seed, unless Green Bay wins. If Green Bay wins, Green Bay is a seventh seed. If Seattle wins and Green Bay loses, Seattle is a seventh seed. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. And if the Seattle Lions loses, eight eight. Yes. right. And if Seattle yes. loses, and Detroit wins, Detroit is the is, is the seventh. That's it. And even if they tie with the Packers and Seattle wins, they still have just eight losses, and the Saints right. have nine. Right. They cannot because they, they, the Saints can't get in. The Saints period. They, they cannot can't. Get in. They, they have, have nine too losses. Many losses. They have nine losses. Either one of these teams, Seattle. Seattle, Green Bay, because of the fact that Green Bay is playing New Orleans, one of those teams will finish playing nine and eight. Detroit, you mean? I'm sorry, yeah, because because yes. because Green Bay is playing Detroit, one of those teams will be nine and eight. Even if they tie, they still end with less losses than the Saints have right now, exactly. which puts them exactly. over them. With so the, the Saints can't, the Saints the can't the get Saints it. can do is eight and nine. That is correct. Exactly. So did you make your Saints pick yet? Should, Saints should win the you game. You did this on purpose. Is that what you you actually? <laughs> Saints should win the game. I'll pick the Saints with the game. They've been playing better as of late, um, despite still not having a quarterback. Um, they have been they have been winning without a quarterback for the last like three weeks, which is it's just absolutely hilarious. Um, but Kamara's playing well. Taysom Hill is actually you know getting involved in the scoring. The defense is playing solidly. Uh, it's just, and this is a home game for them. So expect New Orleans to win this game. The numbers really the numbers relatively low here. I'll pick New Orleans and the under. Well, hold on, you got make it quick. Let's go. 
<laughs> I like the Panthers and what they did this year when they changed coaches. Teams got a lot of fight. Um, I think uh, I think they would have fared pretty well if they still had the P.J. Walker kid in there. It's P.J. Walker, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they would have fared well if they would have stuck with him. Um, instead, he got hurt. And after that, it was kind of like wishy-washy. They lost a game they shouldn't have against the Falcons on that BS flag. Um, it was a BS. celebration. He should have taken his helmet off on the field. Players do a lot. If you watch the games, players do a lot. You're on the field. Keep your helmet on. He was in the back of the end zone. Was he on the field? I've seen players take their helmets off actually in the field, leaving the field, taking their helmets off. And they get a flag. The refs could have wrap it up. All right, I'm trying to be quick. I'm trying to be quick. Uh, the, the Panthers. I would pick the Panthers in this game. I want to see them win. The Saints are dead. The Panthers are dead. Uh, it's meaningless, but I'd like to see the Panthers get a dub so Wilkes uh, can go into the offseason with more of a – well, you know, with more of a chance to keep that job. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah. And they should have beat the Buccaneers, and they choked it away. That's it. You know, Tom Brady knows how to win. Uh, next up, Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh still has a shot at the playoffs. All Cleveland can do is ruin their chances of getting there. Pittsburgh is at home, who I believe they will win. They're two and a half point favorites. I think they can win by field goal. TJ Watt is healthy. Cleveland's offense is kind of in shambles. They're not really playing well. The fact that they lost to the Saints last week lets me know a lot. Kenny Pickett is in ring, and I think they're going to be able to win. I think they should be able to field goal, and I'm going to take the under on this. Neither of the team can score a bunch of points. Who lost? Last I think week? the under is going to be the lock. Uh, Cleveland, the Saints, I believe, last week. Two weeks Cleveland ago. Beat Washington. Two weeks ago. They Two lost weeks to Washington ago, Cleveland. last week. No, they, they beat Washington, Washington last week. The week uh, before, they lost, to, they lost to the Saints two weeks ago. Well, it's a good thing they're playing Pittsburgh this week because that's who I'm taking. Uh, and, go ahead. Yeah, I'm taking Pittsburgh as well. Um, we we got to go with history. What's the name? Never lost. You know, had a, a losing record. I think they're going to go with that. And I think Pittsburgh's going to actually make the playoffs. I'm not going to pick Cleveland and Mr. Rapey. I'm not going to go that way. So I'm going to go <laughs> Pittsburgh and actually make this one of my locks of the week as well. I think this is my fourth, no, my fifth one, right? Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah I don't see no other games on the schedule that I really care about. You know, go Giants. They're going to win that. That would have been my sixth lock if I had one. But anyway, as far as anybody else, I don't really care about them that much. But anyway, I'm going to make this my, my fifth lock of the week. Go ahead, Malik. Well, I mentioned before, I want to see Pittsburgh make the playoffs. Mike Tomlin is probably my favorite coach in the NFL, um, aside from obviously my own coach, uh, my own team's coach. Um, so I make the playoffs. I want to see them do well. And uh, so in order for that to happen, Mike Tomlin has to win this game. And I think he will. This number is low enough um, that it two and a half, it's it's a, it's a three-point game, a three-point, four-point game. It'd be perfectly fun to cover this number. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh, and I'm locking them in as well with my fourth lock of the week, uh, Pittsburgh and the under. All right, Vaughn, who do you got? I'm going to launch this one and go out on a limb. A division rival, somebody with something to lose, another team with nothing to lose. I think people underestimate Cleveland and think they don't have any talent on this football team. It's just that Watson was over a year removed from football and he's rusty. But you got Watson, you got Chubb, you got Cooper, you got talent on the team. And they got Garrett on defense, Clowney. Um, they beat Pittsburgh. I think they beat Pittsburgh, who's lucky to be where they are. 
Tomlin did a pretty good job keeping them relevant, kind of like Belichick, covering around 500. But I think Cleveland relishes the chance to play spoiler here and um, do something to Mike Tomlin he hasn't had done to him ever in his career. So, yeah, I think Cleveland wins this game. Just so you know, Cleveland has 23 players listed on the injury report. Pittsburgh has 16. 23, but again, context. What are these injuries? Are they questionable? Everybody's got something. Oh, uh, Amari Cooper's questionable for Sunday. He's their best receiver. That means their starting center is questionable. He's playing. This is all listed as of Thursday, January 5th, which is today. Starting left tackle, Denzel Ward. Uh, They're back running backs. Uh, One of their starting linebackers out. And Jeremiah Lucoramora. One of their star linebackers that they drafted, I believe, a year ago, two years ago. He's not going to play. He's on IR, so he's definitely. Who the kid is? He's not a star. He's pretty good, but like I said, questionable is better than doubtful. Somebody's doubtful. He's not playing. He's not doubtful. He's 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 on IR. No, I understand that ace, but I said you talk about Cooper Ward and the rest of them. I I hear you, but unless it's doubtful or out, questionable usually means game time decision or you're going to play. Unless. to just rest these guys, which I don't know why they would do that. No Cleveland and Pittsburgh are rivals. Yeah. I think they want to try to knock Pittsburgh out of the playoffs. I, I'm betting on the back play, and Sean Watson's pretty Watson? terrible. I'm picking again. That's why I'm taking Pittsburgh. Pick it over Watson at the quarterback. Nick Chubb has been killing him all year. He's starting in the Pro Bowl. Eh, you know, Pro Bowl's kind of iffy. It's I don't think it'll be a cakewalk. I think it'll be tough, and I like, I like, uh, I like the spoilers in these types. Pittsburgh of keeps finding a way to win. They shocked me last week, so I'm sticking with. That's it. true. Uh, next up, we got the Chargers at the Denver Broncos. The Chargers cannot move up or down, whether or not they win. I think that's why this spread is favored Denver by two and a half points. Um, Chargers resting everyone, so I am taking Denver. The over under on this is forty. I am going to take the over, and I'm going to take Denver. Go ahead, Ant. Um. Yeah, this is gonna make your yeah, give me the over in this one. I'm not gonna go with Russell Wilson, and I would have made this another lock as well. <laughs> but yeah, give me that, give me the over on this one, and call it a game. All right, yeah, man, Russell's just gonna cook. It's just it's what it is. The Chargers can't move up because they're at 10 and 6, and they're that contract. Be locked in at the fifth seed, so it is what it is. Go ahead, Malik. Yeah, the Chargers. Um... The Chargers don't have anything to play for. I think the Chargers will will probably wind up resting their starters relatively early in this game. Um, if not, if not, just like sit them sit them out right because they don't really have anything to play for here. Um, a ten and seven, ten and six is the same as ten and seven for them in terms of you know playoff seating and all that stuff. So it's probably just going to be about keeping keeping guys healthy um, and not not putting themselves in a bad situation. Um, I wondered what was going on with Russell Wilson uh, all season. Uh, all season long, I wonder what was going on with him, and um, you know, thought maybe it was Nathaniel Hackett, and then Hackett got fired, and they started scoring points. Um, so figured maybe that was it, um, or whatever. But you know, then I saw then I saw Ciara uh, on the on the on all of the, the the New Year's Eve specials that she was on, and I realized that he's married to Ciara. That that's a distraction. That's a distraction all year. I could not play. <laughs> my best if I was married to that woman. I could not work my best if I was married to that woman. I don't want to work from home all, at all times if I was married to that woman. 
So, um, shout out to shout out to you, shout out to you, because guess what? I don't think he wanted to go to the playoffs. He wanted to live his best life with his wife. He's perfectly fine with moving on. He's gonna go out there, get a dub, and then then go back, go back to living with his wife and his beautiful family uh, there in there in Colorado, wherever, wherever the hell they're gonna jet set off to. Uh, Russell Wilson should win this game. Uh, and then get ready for next get ready for next year. I do think he cares. I do think he wants to be better, and I hope that he, they are better next year for him uh, in general. Um, but yeah, I think they should win this game because I don't think the Chargers are going to be playing anybody. So, could be Denver in the end. All right, Levon, who do you got? Yeah, I agree. Chargers got nothing to play for. They're not going to play their starters long, if at all. Denver will win this game. It's a meaningless game. Denver has the most players listed on the injury report this week with 34. Next up, we have oh, we have the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, no, we have the New York football giants at the Philadelphia football Eagles. The Eagles have points because they need to win, and the Giants don't need to win because they locked their playoff spot last week. They cannot improve winning, so I don't know if they're going to play everybody. I think they will. Depends on what the coach has to say. I'm pretty sure Daniel Jones is going to play. But I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles because they're overall the better team. They're trending in the wrong direction, and I don't think they want to limp into the playoffs with a loss. I don't know if the starting quarterback is going to play. He practiced in a limited fashion today, but it's a 14-point set. And unless they start pulling people early, I don't know if Philadelphia is going to crush it. But even with that being under 43, I'm going to take the over, and I'm going to take Philly. They beat the hell out of them before, and I don't see a reason why the Giants with defense would be able to stop them. Give me Philly, and I'm going. Go ahead, Ant. No, oh, go ahead, Malik. Well, wait, wait, <laughs> dang! I was, it was just a joke here, dang. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna go with Philly. Uh, uh, toss it up here. Either both teams don't really quite have a, quite have anything in the races and the horses in this, right? No, Philly's still playing for the number one seed. Exactly. If Philly, Philly wins, has a lot in the to, number one seed. If the yeah. Giants win, they win nothing, really, except knocking Philly out of the number one seed. Yeah, I, I think the Giants might have some pride in this. Cowboys also have to win too. And, uh, and who's the quarterback for Philly? He's going to be playing. Jalen uh, is going. Jalen Hurts may play. He practices in limited he, fashion today. Is, it he, could be ministry. We don't know. I don't think. He, I don't think Jalen Hurts is playing. He's I'm going to go with Giants. I'm going to go with the Giants in this one. I'm going. I'm going to go with them being spoiler and knocking them out. Being the under first pick, give me the Giants and give me the under in this one. Uh, Lee, what do you got? Yeah, here, I mean, unless 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 the hedges, unless they bowl is gonna sit Jones, Saquon, and half of the defense, you know, I, I just I think I think it's easy to say that Philadelphia's gonna win the game because they're likely gonna play everybody for the entire game. And you could see, I could see the Giants pulling guys, but these teams hate each other, guys. Like hate. There is some legitimate hate between these two teams and these two cities. And I could honestly see the Giants going to Brian Daywell, their coach, and being like, let us go out here and handle fucking business and try to do what the hell we do and try to smoke, try to smoke these dudes. Please, just just give us the shot. Please, just give it, especially because of what what the Eagles did to them in in New York. I mean, New Jersey, um, at MetLife, you know, a few weeks back. So in I'm going to pick the Giants. Right, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick the Giants to cover the number, uh, cover the 40s game close, because I think that the Giants will play, will play out right. And I know you said, said Ace, that they have no incentive to win. If they win the game, it doesn't really matter for them. But I think it does. 
I think winning a game like this matters to a team like the Giants, who's going to be going on the road, playing a lot of road playoff games in the next few weeks. Um, and so getting their breaks. Blown, they're going to play more than one. Whatever. I mean, like getting their breaks blown off by the Philadelphia Eagles is going to leave a bad taste. I think they're going to play hard. I think they're going to play well. And again, it's, it's again, it's a divisional matchup. Philly's going to be out there playing hard, playing, you know, playing their best guys. So I see no reason for the Giants to, you know, to, to, to pull up on this one. Uh, if they were playing anybody else, mm-hmm. maybe if they were playing Washington, I could see the Giants pulling up, pulling up. But the Giants, I mean, this this division is that is that mad, is that bad? Like, yeah. this division is that competitive with one another. Mm-hmm. The Giants could be two and fifteen, the two and fourteen, and they'd still play <laughs> the hell out of the Eagles as, as hard as they yeah. possibly could. It's just how it happens. A fourteen point spread just be too many points. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving that up. So I'm gonna take the Giants in the under. Before LeVon goes, I'd like to point out that the Giants' uh, net points or point differential is zero, meaning they've given up as many points as they scored all season. So nothing about the team makes me think their offense is going to be able to score enough points to beat Philadelphia, and Philadelphia's defense is good enough on the passing, and that's something the Giants really struggle with, which is why I don't think they'll win the game. And if you can't pass, it's kind of hard to cover a 14-point spread. Yeah. Oh, if if I'm a little bit loopy, just want to interject here. I, I I didn't mean over. If I said over, I meant under. Yeah, you said under. You said under. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm just making sure. I, for some reason, I thought I said over. I'm just making sure here. Yeah, because that's crazy. Philadelphia has lost two games in a row without Jalen Hurts. They've allowed Dallas to creep back into contention for the division and the chance for a first round bye. Jalen Hurts is going to play in this game. He's going to play and then give up the bye and give a week of rest and a week of advancement. He's playing this week. So with that being said, the Giants have nothing to play for. I don't know what Dable's going to do. He doesn't even he hasn't even said what he's going to do. I wouldn't play any of the starters in this game. Rivalry and all that stuff aside. I wouldn't play the starters in this game. There's nothing to gain except a bunch of, you know, superstitious, you know, feeling, good feeling, bad feeling type stuff. Rivalry and all that stuff aside, you play in this game, all your starters, Daniel Jones gets crushed, Saquon, calf, ankle, then that's it. Playoffs, it's it's a wrap. Or any good feeling you had going into the playoffs is washed. If he plays him and that happens, he'll be second guessed forever for it. Um, but if they try to pull a 2007 like Coughlin did with the Patriots, I won't be mad unless somebody gets hurt. With that being said, um, Philly's got everything to play for. I pick Philly in this game. We've, we've got nothing to play for. We have no reason to play our starters. I, I have to be consistent. I can't say the Chargers should sit there, guys, and everybody else should sit there, guys. Tampa Bay and talk about Todd Bowles and then turn around and say, oh, the Giants should play their guys and go out there and play spoiler. Spoiler for what? So instead of Philly having the best record, Dallas has it? No. <laughs> Let Philly get their bye. And if we're lucky, we'll see them in the championship. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I got Philly in this. Well, if Philadelphia doesn't win, San Francisco can actually number one seed. So mm-hmm. that's what would end. So you would give the strongest defense – uh, a team to get healthy, so the Debo Samuel can be ready to go in the divisional round. So that's and that's our next game. That's what the Giants would be really helping out. But they don't help themselves by playing this. Starters. No, they don't help themselves by winning. Honestly, 
I can yeah, see that's what I'm saying. That's it. Tyrod that's Taylor it. is reported to be starting the game, according to the New York Post as well. Yeah, he's going to play. They're not going to play Daniel Jones so he can run. Boy, Tyrod Taylor's playing? And get demolished in Tyrod. a meaningless game for them? No. Tyrod Taylor is expected to start, according to the Oh, yeah, Post. I'm switching my pick then. Phil- give me Philadelphia. Nope, you're already locked in. Too late. <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah, sw- yeah, if, if Malik can switch, I can switch my picks. If Malik can switch his pick, I can switch my picks. <laughs> give, me, give me Philadelphia and give me the under in this one. Sorry, Giants. You know, y'all put that in. Y'all guys right, are definitely play, not playing to, especially what, what LeVon was saying. But anyway, let's move on. I'm still uh, taking 14 points. Okay. Give me 14. I'm oh, we're not getting beat by 14 fucking points. That's not yeah, happening. Yeah, y'all are. Yeah, y'all are. <laughs> Arizona at San Francisco. I'll be 50 points with that. 14. Brock Purdy is going to play. The whole team is playing. They're trying to get that number one seed. Arizona is terrible. This is um, J.J. Watts lane. So I think he's going to want to go out there and tear some shit up and probably win. Therefore, I'm going to take Arizona getting those 14 points. I don't think San Francisco is going to crush them. Arizona's quarterback is probably not prepared for this game. But being as Jared Little was able to put up some points in San Francisco, maybe they're kind of overlooking that. And they just want to win and they don't need to crush this team. So San Francisco can win this game 17-7. to And I'm going to... And, but I'm going to take the under on this one. The over-under is 40 and a half. I don't think Arizona can generate enough offense to get this one going. Go ahead, Ant. Arizona might can't deny this offense, but they're going to get beat. They're going to get fire beat out of them on this one. So I'm taking um, Mr. Irrelevant, and I'm taking Mr. Irrelevant in San Francisco, and the over is going to be fire beating. According to match here, we can skip this game because, you know, what's going to happen. And just, oh, I don't have a lock. Oh, well. So anyway, give me San Francisco in this one. Because we don't even care who the Arizona's quarterback is. You know, San Francisco has to win better than 14, right? Yeah, and that's going to happen, too. All right. Go ahead, Go ahead, Malik. San Francisco has to play for, but they don't need to win by 14 points. Um, <clears throat> they're at home, and that's a, that's a big... That's a big plus for them. So they're going to play all their starters. McCaffrey's going to play. Samuel's going to play. All, the, all their guys are going to be out there playing because they, they want to play for that number one seed. I would be – I think Nick Bosa is going to be back. If Nick Bosa's playing, then I expect San Francisco to win this game and win this game pretty handily. I think two scores is a pretty is pretty easy for them uh, against an Arizona team that, does, that has that has trouble scoring the football. Um, Nick Bosa played last week, didn't he? Yeah, he did play last week. He he did play last week, but I believe you know he's he hasn't practiced all week. Um, um, it might just be a rest thing, um, but he hasn't practiced all week because obviously he was dealing with an injury before he came back. So, um, but the the uh, Niners in their last five games have scored 35, 35, 21, 37, and thirty seven. They can put up points. They put up points in a bunch of different ways, and Arizona has not been able to score much at all. So yeah, it's it's pretty easy to pick pick San Francisco here. I think San Francisco covers the number. I don't like the 14. That's why I'm not locking it in. But I think I think two scores is more than enough for San Francisco to, to win by. And again, they have to win um in order to keep pace with Philadelphia. So I'm gonna take San Francisco and the under. Uh <clears throat> not an interesting game. Arizona is is terrible. Um I I like San Francisco's team. I love that coach. I remember I said I thought Mike Shanahan was an excellent coach, and you guys disagree with me. We but said he that finds... was Kyle Shanahan, so that was the problem with what you just said. Wait, wait, sorry. Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan is the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers. 
Mike Shanahan say? is his father, and he's retired. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan is an excellent coach. Um, he's doing it now with Brock Purdy. He's done it with Jimmy G, and he just—he's an excellent coach. He just is, and this is proof of it. The one thing I will say: if I was a Niners fan, having won nine games in a row, I would want to lose this game because going into the playoffs on such a hot streak, you do for a loss. I believe in the Lodges, and they would have to win. How many games in a row would that be if they had to go all the way to the Super Bowl and win? How many games in a row would that be? If they win this game, that'd be 10 and 12. There'd be 12 games. Including the Super Bowl? You said to get to the Super Bowl. Well, so 13. So ideally, you know, having this kind of year, you want to be a Super Bowl winner. That's what you want. You don't want to go to the playoffs and get beat. Yeah, that's hard to do when uh, – 13 games in a row. So if I was a Frisco fan, I know players and coaches don't feel it. I'd want to drop this game. I would want to drop it. But they, they're they not going to think that way. Um, Yeah, they're going to win this game. They're going to roll Arizona. Why wouldn't they? Arizona doesn't have their starting quarterback. Even if they did have Colin Murray, he's probably still going to get rolled. So, yeah, I'll take Frisco in this game. All right. We're down to the nitty-gritty. Um, Oh, questionable, but because it's his last game, I believe he did. They may have to bring in some backup linebackers for uh, Arizona, but who knows with that one. Yeah, what well, and... has to lose? Hmm? What well, has to lose for playing his game? You know, what he has to lose? I have no idea. One song, man. He's L.A. Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks are playing for their lives right now. They're favored by six points home. Um, the entire starting offense is hurt. No one who started the season is now currently playing for the Rams, including their offensive linemen. Their full Seahawks, who beat that team, should be able to beat this team. Give me Seattle. They'll be able to win by a touchdown. And I'm going to take the over. This is going to be my final lock of the week. Go ahead, Ann. You also give me Seattle as well. I'm not going to – yeah, I'm going to take the over as well on this one because I don't believe in the Rams. The Rams don't have nobody right now. They might be playing a bunch of people that have maybe been packing shopping bags, you know, carts and stuff like that. Well, all, all I know. But anyway, give me Seattle. Seattle's trying to win this. Can't make it a lock. But anyway, moving on. Take it over. Yeah, we'll lock in Seattle as my final lock of the week. Um, I don't think there, there's no reason to have any faith in in any any of the Rams at this point. I mean, they're, they're playing second and third string guys all the way through. Um, Baker Mayfield may make it a little bit interesting if he's out there. Um <clears throat> Because hey, he's made things interesting since he's been there in the, on on the Rams, and they've won a couple of games that you know they nobody expected them to win. So um, yeah, maybe, maybe there's an interesting there's something interesting there for them, but I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on it. Um, I'm gonna take the <clears throat> take the Seahawks best bet this, especially at home, needing a win. There was really it was impressive to see the what they did against the Jets. I did think the Jets had a had a pretty good op, pretty good shot there um, to to uh, surprise. Uh, and they handle business. They did not flinch against against the Jets at all. Um, I think that they they're out of their funk, and they're going to put themselves in position to uh, to take that seventh seed uh, in the playoffs, provided that Green Bay's uh, loses to uh, loses in, the, in that final game um, on Sunday night. Um, so I'll take Seattle, lock it in, uh, best bet here as well. You know why they beat the Jets, right? Did you had Jamal Adams was not even playing. Quiet. Shut your mouth. Jamal Adams wasn't even playing. You and you and that bum called Jamal Adams. 
Thanks for the picks anyway, Seattle. That's why we got the rookie of the year on the offense. Well, hey, on. <clears throat> uh, I just saw something. Is Seattle in the seventh spot or Green Bay? Green we'll Bay. Green Bay. See, Seattle's just... in the seventh spot. But if Green Bay wins, Seattle's out. I don't understand how that we're both playing division rivals. <clears throat> Is it because Green Bay has a better conference record? They're but both eight, eight. because Green beat them head to head. Yeah, they're both oh, eight okay. and eight. If Green Bay wins, they'd be nine and eight. They would be nine. So and Green, eight Green Bay beat, beat them head to head. Why is Green Bay not ahead of them right now in in the seventh seed? I don't know. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't need, we don't need a thirty minute conversation. This past base is bedtime, so he's rushing us. Um, it sucks that I that I'm gonna pick Seattle for this game because. We haven't gotten to it yet, but I really wanted to see the Lions get into the playoffs. But even if they were to beat Green Bay, um, Seattle's not losing to the Rams. They're not. The, this is a spoiler game for the Rams, but the Rams don't have anything left. They bought their Super Bowl. They don't have any money left. The pockets are empty. There's nobody on that team. They lost 11 freaking games, the most ever by a defending champ. I told you, Malik, I was right. Can't buy championships. It never works out. Team's going to be terrible for years and years. You said they just bought a championship. That's totally they won a championship. That's, that's, that's what they bought. What they bought the championship that they won. They I mean, did. no, you bought it, but that was yesterday. Do we care about yesterday? We care they about now and tomorrow. They do. They're still celebrating. They do. That's why they only want to let I mean, games. now they have it in their pocket. You, you're exactly. right. That's great. That's what they care about. But I don't think they're sitting there right now with 11 losses, you know, feeling great as the rest of us, well, some of us, go into the possibility of winning today. It sucks. And they're going to like this for a while because they've mortgaged their future and they have no money. But anyway. They're bounce back next year. Okay. But anyway, um, yeah, Seattle should roll the Rams. I hope they don't because, like I said, I want that Green Bay Lions game to mean something. And I want to see the Lions get so into the Seattle Rams. to lose. Well, it does mean something because if Seattle wins and Detroit wins, then Green Bay goes home. And I'm pretty sure the Lions want to make sure that Green Bay goes home. They do, but the Lions want to get into the playoffs. And like Jacksonville, I want to see Detroit make the playoffs this year. I want to see them get in there. An interesting team. I think they would make it a more interesting playoff tournament if they were in it over Green Bay and Seattle. That's just my feeling. But, yeah, I'll take Seattle. All right. And we have the second-last game, Dallas at the Washington Commandos. The Commandos are out, 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 out of it. Dallas is favored by seven. They need to win to win the division. Dallas is going to beat the brakes off Washington. Um, they're talking about. They were talking about starting Carson Wentz. He started last week. He threw three picks. Sam Howell. I think Daniel Snyder got them to do that. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody in Washington just wants him to sell the team. I don't see how this continues, but Dallas should beat the brakes off. Uh, Washington mm-hmm. is kind of done. They finally got Chase Young back, but unfortunately, it was too little, too late with that. And even though Tyler Heineke isn't actually a better physical quarterback, he just gets the ball out quicker. So I think that's everybody's able to pick off Carson Wentz because he telegraphs all his throws. Give me Dallas. If I had a lock, I would lock this one in. Uh, then the over. Go ahead. Shout out to Majority, the crappiest <laughs> mascot I've seen in my life. Might as well be Porky Pig saying that's all, folks. But that's basically what's going to happen with them. I know this is a division game, but this is still going to be a beat down here. Dallas is still, of course, still have something to, come, somewhat to play for. And 
they just they just don't like Washington. So I'm just gonna go with Dallas. I'm gonna go with the over in this one. Once again, shout out to the Commanders, crappy ass mascot. Because whatever. <laughs> Malik, did you put me down for my fifth lock of the week, which was um, not Seattle? Oh no, it was Seattle. Lock was of the it week Seattle? Seattle. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't grab it. Okay, I'll just I'll put it in now. Thank you. And yeah, go ahead and make your pick, man. Well, you got Dallas. Wait, sorry, uh, you picked. Uh, and you picked Dallas. Yeah, there's no way those uh, Washington football team or whatever you want to call them in their book EPA. The Commies, I believe, is what their nickname is. I mean, yeah, I want to see what Sam Howell <laughs> I Sam Howell can do. He was a very, look, I mean, not for nothing. He was a very, very intriguing, interesting quarterback um, in college. Um, Could have been a high draft pick. See, he was one of those guys in – just, just full look. Like he was one of those guys that had an extremely good junior season. Probably would have been a high draft pick had he come out that junior season. And then literally, he lost his entire skill position. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, everybody in his every skill position player, his receivers, his two running backs left. Everybody left. His offensive line left. And then, you know, North Carolina just didn't have any talent <laughs> for him to play with, and he went into the yeah. tank. That was kind of smart of him to stay. He he just stayed that extra year, and that's what completely plummeted his his uh, his draft position. Now he doesn't have a great arm. Um, he has he has a a good arm. It's passable, Um, and he does decent athleticism. And he's one of those like you know, really he's one of those rah rah you know everybody loves him type of type of quarterbacks. So I really want to see what he what he's gonna do. I think Dallas wins the game, has to win this game because they want to they want to win in order to give themselves an opportunity to win the division. So I'm going to pick Dallas to win the game. Um, but I really want to see what Washington and, and what Sam Howell has because the truth, the truth of the matter is Washington doesn't have a quarterback. Um, and they have a they have a decision to make about the quarterback position and they have a high draft pick in order to potentially do it uh coming up in the draft. So if Sam Howell is the guy, uh if he comes in and has a good game against Dallas, he may very well be the guy going into next season. So I'll pick Dallas uh, and I'll take the over in the game. But um I'll do I am very interested in seeing what Sam Howell is able to accomplish this week. Against a good Dallas, by the way. <clears throat> All right. Name up. And I pick. But no, he's oh, sleeping. He's, he's, he's dying to get to wow. this freaking slumber. No, I'm, I'm just out of your shit. That's all. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, so I'm mad at Washington. We had a chance to get all, all four NFC East teams into the playoffs. A really good chance. And um, Coach Rivera had no idea that his team could be eliminated when they lost to the freaking uh, Cleveland Browns. <laughs> he, he stood up there with that face when that reporter said, do you want to start Sam Howell? Now that he's like, we, we could be eliminated? And I just, if I was a fan of that team, <laughs> I would have been so incensed. So I can imagine talk radio <laughs> when he said it looked sideways at the reporter like you heard that for the first time. <laughs> oh man, that team needs a new coach. He's passed it. They gotta settle on a quarterback. Is just give me the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys. That's all I got. Ace, wake up. 
Do you want to say anything else? You sure? No. Nope. got some extra that, time just for you. That's all I got, man. I, that had to be mentioned. I mean, did you see that freaking I did. Post that was pretty funny. He was like, oh, dear Lord. We, we um, be yeah, yeah, Sam Howell. Yeah. He was a starting quarterback at uh, UNC. And then everybody graduated. Next up, we have the most important the game, game of the week. Flex the Sunday <laughs> Stop football. It. Stop it. Something Please that the Detroit it. Lions fans have not had happen to them in a long time. Yeah, man. They get to play <laughs> in the frozen tundra of tundra Lambo. The final game of the regular season. That got to be hell. Detroit in Bay. Detroit's getting four. I'm taking Detroit. I think Man Campbell it up. It's 49 points, please, in Green Bay's defense. Green Bay's defense has been stepping up, but Green Bay can't really do one thing. They can't handle the play action, and that's what Detroit does really well. If Jamal Williams was playing, I'd have even more faith in Detroit because that means they'd have two running backs that were really good. DeAndre Swift finally scored a run last week, and Green Bay is atrocious against the spread. They are goddamn atrocious. <laughs> um, if you have seen them all season, hope you've been fading them because you've been making a lot of money like me. Because well, I generally hate on them, but they are six and four against the spread in their last ten, and four and three at home. I never talk. I'm going to take. I'm going to take Detroit. Detroit is eleven and five against the spread all year. I'm taking Detroit. Go ahead. Detroit and over. Come on, Malik. Let's go. <laughs> is he smiling? He's got to be smiling. <laughs> yes, he is. Oh, Come, on. Come on. We just want to hear from Malik. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> LeVon, can you pick? LeVon, make your pick, please. Okay, I'm yeah. Go last year. I'm, I'm going to go let him go last. I will try. I'm going to be very quick. I got right, Detroit. I got right. Detroit. I want the Lions to turn the page on Aaron Rodgers' ass. Yes, whoop his ass. Go Lions. That's my pick. Go Lions. <laughs> Come on, Malik. Let's go. Get it together. You know, <laughs> it comes to the- your team's getting four and a half. <laughs> because, because, the pressure. When this season started, I told I told you people, everyone, when it freaking started and I saw the schedule, I said, the thing I, don't, I hate, the thing I hate more than anything else is Detroit having to go to Green Bay for the last game of the season. This has happened four times in the past 10 years where the last game of the season is Detroit, Green Bay with something on the line for one or both of these teams. The NFL does this on purpose to me, to make me mad, to upset me, and put me in this situation. This has been a horrible week. Look, I, look the Demar Hamlin thing actually took away some of the some of the uh, the coverage of this because it would have been a full week of coverage talking about how great Aaron Rodgers is and how amazing it is. And Detroit would have been a footnote in this conversation. We would have been nobody would have been talking about us at all. Which again, I probably would have been okay with. But this entire affair for Aaron Rodgers and what he's done and how he's willed this team, a team that is going to lose in the first round of the playoffs because they are bad. They stink. They suck. They're not good. And they should not be in the playoffs. They should not be here. Okay. We watched them get smoked by so many teams, so many teams so far this year. And now because everybody wants to get on fucking Aaron Rodgers jock. He he found a way to will this team into into a few a few good victories against some bad squads. He's won a couple of good games against Minnesota, and I can't remember who they played who they played you know the week prior to that. But he's not he is not he is he is no longer the Aaron Rodgers of old. He is just an old Aaron Rodgers. He is not that guy. He is not that dude. 
Detroit should win this game. It's to freaking go out there and destroy the Green Bay Packers. I want to, I want to, I want, I want to see tears at Lambeau Field. I want to see tears of anguish and, and anger and upset and just horrible, horrible Green Bay Packer fans. I'm sorry, KJ, but it, it, Kevin is the only person. That, KJ, you know, if you're listening, you know, I love you, man. But I want you guys to lose. I want you to lose badly. And I want you, I want, I want, I want blood and tears and sweat and heartache on that field. I just want you guys to get smoked. Okay. That's all I want to see happen. I'm picking my lions. I'm not locking it in because I don't have a six lock. I can't, I can't lock this in. But I'm picking my damn lions to go in there to smoke them. And guess what? Even if even if Seattle wins the game, even if Seattle wins and Seattle's gonna get to go to the playoffs, that's perfectly fine. As long as Aaron freaking Rodgers is gone from my mental, he's gone from the playoffs, he's gone from the world, he retires, he walks away from the game of football, and then we get to tee off on uh on Jordan Love. We get to tee off on him for the next 10 years because LeVon made a great point a few, a few, a few segments ago when he talked about the fact that Indianapolis uh, had, had enjoyed this run of great quarterback play from Peyton Manning, and now they've earned this. They've earned the, the, the opportunity to be bad for a, for a good stretch of time because of all the, all the quarterback. Green Bay has had 25 years of quarterback play. Great yeah. quarterback play for 25 mm-hmm. years. They own this. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the game. And they got two Super Bowls out of it. Mm-hmm. I don't care. They've been they, they've owned this division. They've owned 20 plus years of great quarterback play. Anthony's mm-hmm. had had the Tom Brady years. We had Brett Favre and then Aaron Rodgers. We've mm-hmm. had it worse than you guys. Okay, mm-hmm. don't tell me that you have it. We've <laughs> had it worse than you guys. Okay, 20 years. It's been horrible. Horrible. The one thing that that'll help this, I look. Even if we don't make the playoffs, I just want to beat this team. That's all I want to do: beat these bums and get out of the, get get them out of the playoffs. Don't let them in. Detroit and the over. Let's get it, guys. Let's get it, fellas. Let's do it, please, please. Let's do it. And that concludes our week of picks. This is officially the last we've ever recorded. <laughs> that was a great rant by Malik and. You have the floor for your hour and a half shout out, apparently. Oh, no, I'm not doing an hour and a half shout out. So I'm leaving my Jets and everything out of this crap. But anyway, shout out to Denny Killington. I hope I'm not mispronouncing his name. If you don't know, he's the Bills assistant athletic trainer. He was actually the first on the scene to give um, administer CPR. So shout out to him for keeping what's live and, and quite basically just shout out to him. That's all I want to do since the, um this has been a long segment already. And it don't need to go any further than that. That's my shout out of the week. Shout out. <clears throat> um, not my shout out, but once again, peace and love to the Hamlin family and uh, Demar Hamlin. It was tragic, and um, it's behind us. And hopefully, that young man can play again. You know, hopefully, he can find a way to play again. He probably will try because that's his dream, his profession. And if he can't then hopefully he finds something else to do that's just as fulfilling. I want to give a selfish shout-out to the New York football giants who no one thought would be uh, a playoff team this year. Very few. Even myself, I didn't think playoffs was uh, not believable, but I didn't think it was, you know, going to happen. And uh, another big shout-out to Daniel Jones, who I did think was this good all along, and I hope he continues to, to thrive and be good. So I can hold it over Aaron for as long as uh, I hold Eli Manning over him for all those years. He thought Eli was trash and he tried to tell me Mitchell Trubisky was better. 
And that's all I got. I stand by that comment. Um, Mitchell Trubisky made the Pro Bowl. Daniel Jones never has and never will. Your team okay. stuck into the playoffs based on defense and your running back. Daniel Jones when did has Mitchell Trubisky make the Pro Bowl? Stifle yourself. Mitchell did done anything to change that. Somebody wrote Mitchell Trubisky in there on a crayon or something like you that. You finally got a real head coach, which is why you're in the playoffs. It was your terrible owner who hired Joe Judge and the previous uh, GM. That's why he had to get fired. Team quit on him and nobody even cared. So maybe some of that had coaching, and I'm starting to realize how much that affects teams, which is why Jacques, Jacques Vaughn is getting a big shout-out because Steve Nash was a terrible coach. And I think Jacques Vaughn might be the first interim head coach in the NBA to win coach of the year. And he's drawn up plays and get wins. And I'm not a big Nets fan or a Nets fan at all, but they are in the city of New York, so I'm a root for them. So shout out to them. Shout out to my Chicago Bears for finally drafting a real quarterback. Um, shout out to my Chicago tanking at the right time. This is going to be the highest draft pick you've had in, I believe, it's three years. They have not drafted above all in that long because that's how much we win. Other teams may not be familiar with it, but that's how much Bears fans are used to win. So to give somebody else a chance. So shout out to all you Lions fans, Vikings fans, who finally have a shot at the playoffs because we took a season off. And I'm going to leave it on. And oh, the city of Buffalo, you guys have been through a lot of snowstorms that have killed 37 people. Um, DeMar Hamlin pulled into the car accident that happened earlier in October with the people stealing kids, them on the highway and all types of wild stuff going on up there. So shout out to y'all just being a full group. I hope I wish y'all a happy new year and to the Bills. Good luck to you in the playoffs. I believe you'll need it because I believe the AFC North is going to be a tough test. And they seem to be here, but who knows? Maybe y'all can pull through. Malik, go ahead and finish up. You know, you went on to your, your portion about, uh, you know, the the victims of the snowstorm and yeah. uh, all, the, all the bad weather. And you talked about DeMar Hamlin and that 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 lowered my, my angst uh, towards you a little bit here. But I'm gonna go back to what you just said about 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 your bears. Well, we gotta bring up some old stuff. I wanna go back to what you said well, about we your bring bears. Some old stuff. Why can't for, we just for, let him leave him where it for, is? For a quick second, and, and I'm, I'm I'm gonna call I'm gonna call cap on you for that, just like the kids would say today. Because um, I don't wear any hats. If if not if not for the fact that you traded away your first round pick, uh, what years ago when you got Justin Fields? I don't know. You would have had a. You would have had a. You would have had a time pretty bad. You know those last they fi- years. They fired that last GM. They fired that GM and oh. that head coach. I'm just saying. So 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 let's not let's not uh, let's not think about it because I, and I do remember the, the Bears going like three and thirteen over the in in the last like 50, in the last like ten years at some point no, in time. No, in the last this, ten years, this is the worst they've been mm-hmm. in, in in like twenty. Seriously, this is the worst record they've had in. In like forty-four years, it's like terrible since like nineteen seventy-something. I'm 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 gonna send you I'm gonna send you a graphic that shows me that the twenty sixteen Chicago Bears had went three and thirteen that season with John Fox as the head coach. Okay, so I'm gonna show you that that was twenty sixteen. It wasn't that wasn't forty years ago. Hmm. To, to unless my math is wrong, that was not forty years ago. I'm just we're gonna just go saying. we're gonna go three and fourteen this year. <laughs> uh, that's just because it's an extra game. But anyway. Um, LeVon, one of my shout outs, I was going to shout out the, the, the New York football giants again, because obviously, you know, when you going from what worst to first, um, 
is big. That's a huge thing, you know. I mean, and and going from you know out of it, nobody expecting you to to to, to make it, to being in a situation where you are, you know, in the playoffs, like nobody expected that, and you know, seeing a team go through what I was hoping my, my that my Lions would be able to go through. Um, is impressive, is special, especially when you're looking at it from a division like the NFC East, where, you know, those teams just beat the hell out of each other for 17 weeks. Um, so being in the playoffs is, is special. Um, shout, out, uh, shout out to all of the first time finalists in the Hall of Fame. Uh, and I'm surprised that you didn't do give a shout out to your boy Darrell Rebus, who is a first time finalist for the Hall of Fame and likely is going to get in as a first time as a first ballot. Um, also, first time finalist Joe Thomas and because uh, he wanted to ring with the Pats. That's why. That's why he didn't bring him up because Ant's a hater deep down inside. No, I didn't bring him <laughs> up because I'm waiting to the actual Hall of Fame so I can shout out then. Well, being a finalist, great. Um, also, Joe Thomas and Dwight Freeney are in their first year of eligibility. I, I believe at least Thomas and Revis will likely get in on that first ballot. Freeney may have to wait a little bit. We'll see. Um, I'm also waiting for Joe Klecko too. Mm. Yeah, you can be with for that one. Um, he should be in though. I do, I do agree. He should be in. Um, so shout out to them for uh, for their, you know, their being finalists and getting in, and hopefully getting inducted. Hopefully getting inducted into the Hall of Fame um, next year. Um, so yeah, definitely shout out to them. And um, yeah, last but not least, of course, shout out to Demar Hamlin and. Uh, and not just him, but also all those Buffalo Bills players um, that dealt with this as well um, from their from their perspective as well. Uh, seeing your your fellow player, teammate, friend, brother go through what what he went through uh, and being able to come out on the other side. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sure, you know, they, they it's been a, it's been a really, really tough, tough, difficult week for them this week. And so uh, shout out to them for, you know, powering through and. Uh, you know, hopefully this this <clears throat> this doesn't derail the season and you're playing for him. You're playing for him. You're playing for yourself. You're playing for each other. So uh, go out there and, and and finish the finish the job that you started. So shout out to y'all for uh, keeping moving forward. Four hours. No way. Four we hours. No. He's exaggerating. Right. Have a good night. Yeah. Happy New Year. 